guys and girls, and welcome to episode 156 of the F Reality Podcast. Gather around the campfire, get cozy, and toast some marshmallows with us as we discuss this week's top VR news. We're going to be talking about Far Cry coming to virtual reality, an open VR headset that you build yourself called Relativity. Rumors circulate about HTC making a new standalone VR headset. Minecraft is coming to the PlayStation VR, and we'll give you our predictions for Facebook Connect. To round up the show, Zimmer's got some new releases for you to look forward to next week. But for now, let me introduce you to the team and find out what's been the highlight of the week this week. And also let us know what you played in the chat so we can read out some of your highlights too. First up, this guy will happily throw you off a bridge or push you into the slime. He's a jelly bean not to be messed with. And the ultimate fool guy is, of course, Nathy. How are you? Yeah, I am super elastic when it comes to winning in Fall Guys, you know? <laughs> happy, happy to beat, uh, you know, everyone in that, especially for that sweet, sweet crown. Can yeah. I just say that when you say Facebook Connect, it still gives me brain pain? It does. It's weird. When you say it, it's like, Mike, wait, you say, say it wrong. Oh, no, wait, no. Yeah. Like, the, the thing is, at least we'll always have Oculus Connect. Like, you will always have the memories of us being together there, at least. You know, this year is going to be different in many ways. Not only is it Facebook Connect, but it's also online as well. So it's it's not the same. Are the yeah. Fall Guys actually jelly beans? Is that, like, official? They look like beans, and they kind of refer to them as beans sometimes via the Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Right. Hopefully those are not the, you know, the jelly beans that you play uh, poker with and, and one of them, uh, you know, when you eat it, it's like poo in your mouth. <laughs> you, or you'd be watching like Harry Potter where they have the, the different flavored yeah. weird those beans. Those ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those ones. Yeah. Right. Where it's like it. you could you could have some toothpaste in your mouth or a rotten mm. egg mm. or the taste of a head strap, you know. <laughs> Sounds like Japanese <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> wait, wait, when, 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 when was that? When, when I was going to eat a head strap? What was that year promise ago? again? Yeah, I, I, I said something really bold. It was and in the end, like... I, I, oh, Arizona, Arizona sunshine coming to the quest. Yeah, and 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 you was like, ah, no, 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 no. And then I had to eat a head strap for like a few months, and then it finally came. And then I had to, well, then I already, you know, you already ate did it. It, so. it, didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the reason why you, why you're talking about fall guys. <laughs> <laughs> is because we have been playing it in VR because uh, the communities are so creative that they recreated not only Fall Guys in uh, VR chat, but also in Rec Room. And it's actually pretty legit. Like yeah. you have game modes, you can level up, you can wear a crown, you can punch people, you can you know jump over stuff. And it's very immersive in VR and it's more intense too. It's hilarious in VR. Like we went in there and we were like talking about talking to people in rec room, which was always fun anyway, like the community. And then mm. we all jumped into like the four guys community made map. And it's got this really nice little four guys statue in the middle with the different crowns. And then it's got the different rooms. So you can play like the whirly gig. Was it uh, jump? Yeah. Uh, the jump one hexagon and slime climb. You can play all those games in VR. And the one where you have to jump over the, the rotating like uh, pillar. Oh my God, it's just hilarious. Like everyone's jumping at the same time. Yeah. Everyone's laughing, having a great time. It's, it's just it's just funny to like, usually when you play Fall Guys on a pancake screen, you can see someone getting wrecked by or another player or by, you know, the elementals as we call them, yeah. dangerous elementals. But um, there is, the, you have like the, yeah, the whirly gig, like a windmill that just spins around like crazy. And it's just funny to see Mike, for example, walk in front of me and then suddenly disappears <laughs> and gets wiped off the map. <laughs> uh it's it's amazing and you can punch people too you know and give them an advantage or like push them back yeah um 
But it, it's 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 amazing. Like it, it takes just a few weeks, and then suddenly there is this this mode that is like if someone would recreate that now with with a full engine around it and stuff, I, I would down to play this, man. Like if this was a multiplayer inspired by Fall Guys, I would be playing it all day. I think it would be great for sure. Yeah. So it's first person, guys, or is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. 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 It's quite person. intense. Quite intense. Yeah. Um, True. The only thing is, like, it's not like sixty players. Um, no, but there's if you get enough people in there, it's like really really fun. Sprint it's like Factor, what, nine, Factor twelve, could, yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Sprint that. Factor, they could really turn that into Fall Guys in a way. Yeah. yeah, and like you know, if you if you're not heard of Fall Guys, you don't know what the heck we're talking about. It's kind of like this new game that came out a few weeks ago. It's been doing really well. It's a it's a flat game, um, but it's basically like sixty players battle royale, but playing these silly game modes against each other until they whittle down the sixty players down to one single player who wins a crown at the end. It's like a yeah. Takeshi's Castle, but like with little yeah. jelly beans. It's it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the like, pressure's on that dev team then, right? Because season two is just around the corner. So yeah. not only mm. are the set of existing maps needing to get mapped and pushed to the VR rec room community, but also season two. So it kind of sounds like a really smart pitch because now they've got like their pipeline to sort it. They just wait for the other dev team to push out the flat game mode <laughs> and then they just latch onto that until such time as they get a takedown notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, talking about rec room, if you haven't watched the last show, we had Sean Whiting on, you know, and uh, he's the well, community guy in a way of, of rec room. Mm-hmm. And he gave us a behind scenes look. So if you're interested in, you know, what's happening with rec room and also if you want to know what, what he thinks about Facebook Horizon as an expert on, on you know, social vr then check it out yeah absolutely and the chat are asking uh, which is better uh, four guys in rec room or four guys in vr chat what would you say in your opinion nathan the thing is like in in vr chat you can also be the avatar you know so it's like the extra uh, part of you know role playing it too and i uh, tried it a couple of days ago in in vr chat and you die in 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 that uh, game too and it resets you from like a certain checkpoint so it seems to be a bit smarter and uh, it's also more realistic where in rec room everything has been hand drawn in um you know if you actually can just copy paste stuff so for example having the bananas and the melons fly at you from the cannons it looks almost exactly the same as the <laughs> so it comes closer to but i i do think it's more romantic to have this hand-drawn stuff too so mm. i think both are great rec room is a bit more solid for now but i mean vr chat man like don't underestimate the people there good suggestion <laughs> although i don't think you could probably play the vr chat version in the quest or did you did you try on the quest uh yeah i did try on the quest yeah, oh, okay. yeah. you can okay. you, you can play it on the quest i don't know if you can play all of the levels on the quest uh, you yeah. could even be the, the 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 jelly bean you could be a uh, garden freeman jelly bean Amazing. i was looking into that I, I heard that if you have up to six players it's stable beyond that point it's maybe not yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But it's pretty stable on Quest uh, in in Rec Room, at least from what I played. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. It, it's free, and I, you know, like you said, Nathie, I really hope that um, platforms like Horizon in the future will be as robust, uh, you know, provide as good a tools as Rec Room has to create something similar like this in Rec yeah. in Horizon in the future. That'd be really cool. Um, because yeah. like we, we we discussed with him, you know, giving the tools to the community and letting them run wild and make their own content. In, in like dreams rec room vr chat that's when all this really interesting stuff comes about like um uh the devouring that we played in in vr chat was uh, incredible made by the community again so yeah definitely uh down yeah. for more community created content in the future so yeah people uh, people in the chat say that i pulled a benjamin button on everyone 
<laughs> you've, you've gone back in time oh, because you've lost the mustache. Yeah. Back in different. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what's wrong with his hair? His hair is like flat or something today. He's yeah. lost the mustache. Okay, full full frame Nathy then. Let's 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 take a look at that. Yeah. So you've decided against it, it's uh it's it it's gone. Yeah. It's like it's weird. Like you're almost in a period where you haven't had it for so long that people are used to it, but will notice that there's something going on it's yeah. weird right like for example mike would do it you'd be oh, like god the hell like you go back god. to mike in his little corridor with his play button with 10 subscribers on it i mean it, that that's a whole different it, story it, if i lost my beard i'd wear a bag over my head i'd be like ashamed to show my face again like it's hor <laughs> it's horrifying when that happens and it's sad as well like i almost cried when i accidentally had to you know oh yeah cut a notch right. into it I had to take it off it was it was a bad time it would have been like that bad, though. Like, was, I mean, there are some people bad. who have, like, like a whole patch side, like, missing or whatever, you know, and they're still, they're still fine. Oh, it was terrible. I don't want to think really about bad. it. How, how, did that, how did that even happen? Was it just a slip? Oh, yeah, it was like... just a slip, and then I was like, oh, my God, and then I just thought, it won't be so bad, I'll take the whole off, and then I was like, what have I done to myself? Oh, no. Um, Someone yeah. in the chat says, Mike looks like Voldemort with, a, with his but, beard. Without a beard, yeah, that is true. Not far wrong, so, uh, yeah, you don't want to see that, honestly. Um, oh. Anyway, next up. This guy has been on vacation this week, but he didn't come back with a tan as he was on vacation in VR. It's VR streamer, <laughs> ZimTalk5. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Uh, we had this chat, but uh, I wasn't on vacation. I was working, remember? Uh, paternity leave two weeks, working two weeks. Now I'm on vacation. So we'll okay. just turn that around and say, now Zim's on vacation for two weeks, which is correct. Um, so the funny thing is, this is really unscripted, uh, right? Because you guys like decided, all right, fall guys, but... Um, my highlight is also Rec Room, so uh, I have to start off by saying, clearly Sean, um, I don't know, brainwashed <laughs> us last week yeah. or something. <laughs> well, I was already kind of looking at some of this stuff, and I know I talked to you guys about this a couple months ago, but I've changed up kind of my own uh, broadcast schedule and stuff, and I'm looking into developing now on Rec Room, like I learned how to build an elevator and stuff like that, um, various rotators, and it's very interesting because it brings me back to my electrical electronic engineering background and all the circuitry and stuff like that. So I'm getting into the game chips and stuff behind that. But today, the um, thing I wanted to highlight was just an experience I had. Um, and I kind of was asking myself the question, like, what brings excitement out of me in VR? Is it the next shooter? Is it the next puzzle game? Like, is it a room escape? What is it? And honestly, the thing that I've, like, been chasing for all these years is, is really just social experience. Like, I want to meet people in VR who I wouldn't normally meet in real life and have an experience where I nor wouldn't normally have. And so I came, I came across this like eight or nine year old kid. I assume he's a kid, right? By his voice and his height in the VR game. But I was in Rec Room and I was chasing as I normally chase the weekly challenge to get a cool new skin. There's a skin that's like a, a wooden, gorgeous looking sniper rifle. And they, I've never seen a sniper skin before. So I was like, I'm getting this thing. So I did some challenges. And I'm down to the last challenge, which is disc golf, one of my least favorite bits. So I'm trying to get an under par running in disc golf, which is where you're throwing a frisbee. And I was doing this, uh, uh, you know, and just couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I, I played the thing like seven times over, and then this kid drops into the game, and he's just like, like farting about doing something. I don't know, he's making all these little noises or something. And he's talking to me, da, 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 da. and I'm like, what is he, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he like, he shows up next to me after like, on the first hole, I don't know, like five minutes, just like messing about. And then he, he like gets the same score as me. I'm like, how, how the heck did you do that? That wasn't one shot. You were like messing. What, what were you doing? So about halfway through the holes, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm losing my sanity at this point with this game, um, with this golf. There's one where it's like a hill on an island, and I keep missing it left and right, and I'm, you know, whatever. You guys know golf. Golf is terrible. Um, so so then he, he, like, pulls out his backpack, and he's like, oh, no, no, I can help you. And he's got this little camera, right? You get a camera in Rec Room, and he's using that to push along the Frisbee on the ground. Oh, he's cheating. Uh, he's, he's, he's hacking the game. And then the other thing he's doing, and I'm like, how are you doing that? And he's like, oh, well, I also use the, like, I, it's like a room scale hack. And so he walks to one side of his room, oh, yeah. picks up with his camera, the Frisbee, turns around, walks to the other side, <laughs> drops it, yeah. does the same thing again, just turning around back and forth, yeah, spinning. making the yeah, laps yeah. to make it to the place, and then he just drops yeah. it in the, it, it, and he gets a great score. So oh. anyway, long story short, we got to the end of the, uh, of, the, of the single round of golf that we played together, myself and this, like, eight or nine-year-old boy, and uh, he gives me a big smile. We both get boxes. Sniper unlocked for both of us. So he was doing the same thing I was doing. And I'm just like, high five, dude. And it was just great. And I love that. It just brought the biggest smile to my face. Little hacker boy. Uh, I don't know who you, what your name was, but uh, great job, dude. Thank you for helping me get my achievement. Cheers. But I, I, wait, wait, wait. But I thought you wanted to have the melon skin. That's what you said last week in the show. No, so I have a pride. The pride of my life is my shotgun melon skin. Uh, oh. Last week was a, like, uh, if you've seen... Mike's earlier intro, very um, kind of cyberpunk techie uh, shield. And then now this, they have this wood-covered sniper. I know it sounds really accessorizy, but it is. But once you get them, you feel better than other people on the battlefield. And uh, it's Rack Room. You know, Dude, those, feeling those better kids, than kids is a, good, is a good thing. Dude, those kids are like crazy. Like I played a quest uh, and they were able to finish it with me in like, I don't know, it was like 10 minutes. And they, they were just spamming stuff and they knew where the enemy spawned and they surprised them before they even, you know, could even, you know, jump in. It's like the, the, these kids, you know, in Rec Room, it's like their second life, you know? That's yeah. awesome. I love that. He'll be known as Little Hack Boy from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember good. I remember playing disc golf with Mike, man. That was fun. Oh, God, yeah, that was amazing. He was like trying to throw and I was standing in front of him blocking his... Yeah, uh, dancing constantly. in front of me. I hate that they yeah. let you do that. Like blocking your, your friend's shots or whatever. That is such a different move, <laughs> yeah. man. It's a Smeagol thing to do. But, oh, um, anyway. So, yeah, yeah sadly, um, Zim's, uh, not Zim, yeah. Zim's here. Rowdy's not going to be here this week. Uh, he's uh, AWOL at the moment, but he will be uh, joining us next week. Uh, because next week we're going to have a special show. I will remind you again at the end of this show, but we're going to be live streaming after the Facebook Connect, Connect event on Wednesday. Uh, probably okay. around 10 p.m. UK time. Uh, we'll make sure we post all the details on our social media. So just if you follow us there, we'll keep you updated. But we'll be doing a live stream, just recapping all the news uh, and stuff from the Facebook Connect event. So well, wait, if you're interested, UK time. So what what does that mean for people in the states? Oh, well, that's 10, what I mean. Five, yeah, it'd be five. It'd be five o'clock for East Coasters, and everyone else just fucking work it out. So, oh. um, but it, it's. <laughs> I know you said next week. That, this might be a Britishism. Uh, but this is like in three or four days. So yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday this week. Yeah, after the event. But cool. but but Rowdy is Rowdy is not dead. He's not dead. No, he's absolutely fine. He just couldn't join us this week. Uh, but oh, he'll okay. be back with us on Wednesday and back again on Saturday as well, I believe. So yeah, if you miss his beautiful face, he'll be back. Uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Mike. I host of the show from Virtual Reality Oasis. Um, but let's find out what the chat has been up to before we get into the news this week, because we've got plenty of news to get through. I need to blast through it as quickly as I can, otherwise we're going to have a three-hour stream again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you going to read out what the chat has been playing, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's all right. I don't think you caught, I don't think you caught the segue there, Mike. Sorry, I, no, we're, all off, we're all off this he has podcast. Job to do. Sorry, I was, I was just, I, for one moment, I was like, like Rowdy said that we had to be sad, so I, oh, I decided yeah. to just have a mo- one minute of silence, but okay, sure. <laughs> like, nice me, recovery. Nice moment of silence for Rowdy. <laughs> Great, okay, great no, for the a, audio okay, 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 okay. I, I, okay, I had a brain freeze. Okay, sorry, man, yeah. happens. I'll let you off this time. Please, please chill. Chill decks, okay? <laughs> um, so, what are you guys been playing? And the fly... fly he's been flying and driving this week, okay? Uh, and he played Assetto Corsa, Elite Dangerous, and loads of sightseeing on Flight Sim 2020. Yes. Sightseeing Mike's house. Spying on you. Seeing if, you, uh, if you're not leaving the house without, uh, you know? Yeah. Without a mask. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we have Paradise Decay, who played Gnomes and Goblins, the demo, really good, haven't tried it yet, I, I know I'm a big fan, but I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I heard it's good. Mm. Um, then we have uh, Crimsonix, who finished playing Moss last night, and finally loved it so much that he, well, I guess he wants to play it again. Mm, is it Moss. like, do you guys think that, that Moss is like a replayable thing, or...? No, I didn't. I didn't play it again, but I I do think about it regularly that I do want to play it again. I'd love to do a. There live, is a DLC. There is DLC. I haven't played the DLC yet. Yeah, actually, oh. um, but I do oh, want wow. to do a, like a live stream one day where I just play through the whole thing in one go. Um, mm. So maybe before, like, if we get another game, then maybe I'll I do think it then. Re- I think uh, it's one of those games that like you're you're like Astrobot. You're begging for a sequel, but I think if you played it again, yeah. Personally, I think that the uh, you know that we got the tome, the book in front of you, and they do all the storytelling. I think that would piss me off. Um, but all the actual interactions and the puzzles and the combat, like, yeah, I, I, I would do it again. Yeah. So then last but not least, we have Hussein, who played Techno Lost, Dark Days, and currently End Space. Wow. Mm. Techno Lost. Oldie. Oldie getting, stuff. Getting prepped for lo-fi. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's nice. Cool. So let's jump into the news then. Like I said, we've got loads of news to get through. Um, so first bit of news this week is news from uh, Ubisoft as they had an event this week and they announced that Far Cry is coming to virtual reality, although sadly it's only coming to VR arcades and more specifically zero latency VR arcades. The experience is going to be called Far Cry Dive Into Insanity, which I have to say I do like the name. Um, It's based on Far Cry 3 and will have up to eight players teaming up to fight on Rook Island after being captured by the iconic villain from the original game, Vass. Can you remember the guy... Voss Love from Voss. the game. Oh, Voss was amazing. Was like one, one of the, of the best, best characters, characters in Far Cry ever. ever. Didn't he? Um, didn't he? Like in the intro, throw you into the water with some rocks uh, yeah. tied to your. Uh, so good. And he's like, insanity is like uh, it's an all over and over and over again. The and definition of insanity. Himself. Yeah. I think it's still one of the best villains from you know nowadays Far Cry games. Yeah, okay, but you know Far Cry Three is still. That's just bad. If you if you don't remember the ending to Far Cry Three, oh my God, that was that was. I'm not going to spoil it even now but there was such a bi-directional ending on that and you know who you are if you pick the correct ending that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah it was good. wasn't there also a level where you had a flamethrower and you could uh, you had like a weed like yes. uh, uh thing going on where they were you know growing what, it was and you that were just burning was it? that different one I, ho- I think 
Oh, I don't know now. I don't really know. I that think was it's a great three. level. That was a great level, though. Yeah, and then, and then you could hear Bob Marley in the background That's playing right. yeah. while you were tripping and, and just destroying it. It was epic, yeah. I want that in VR. You want that in VR? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, this new VR experience at zero latency, it looks like players will be wearing the HP Reverb, the original uh, headset, along with HP backpacks and using custom zero latency guns together in a huge sort of warehouse-scale environment. Um, so eight players together in a big warehouse running around with VR headsets on. Sounds awesome. Um, they have locations all around the world, and this new experience will be available to play in 2021. If you're interested to find out your nearest zero latency arcade, then check out www.zerolatencyvr.com. Um, but I think, you know, it's smart to say that this is coming next year because I think, well, right now, it's not like anyone can really go out anywhere and experience anything, especially in groups. Um, you know, like we're probably on the verge of a second lockdown here in the UK. Not sure yeah. what's going on in the, the States, but I, I hear it's pretty bad as well. So, you know, as much as I'd like to go and experience something like this, the fact that what's going on right now would put me off. Um, yeah, I think, I think most people who would consider going to an arcade are not going. But it doesn't say you can't. Um, mm. You can. At least here you can go to uh, arcades. And the funny part about VR is that, um, you know, you can actually social distance while you play the games. Because the thing is with like eight players in a big area is that you could collide. So mm. you have like this safety boundary around people that blocks uh, you from coming too close. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's mm. actually a pretty solid system that is, let's say... Yeah, although like um, you know, you know, certainly at the moment, I'd like to go out and do things. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to go out and see uh, Tenet at the cinema. You know, the Christopher Nolan oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I just, I just wouldn't take the risk uh, to go out and do it. So like, you know, right now, I think they must be suffering uh, during this period. But hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, things will turn around next year, and Far Cry VR will launch, and you yeah. know, the VR arcade industry will get it's, a boost again. It's it's good to have these kind of titles instead of having these in-house made uh, random titles with like robot invasion or something. That's yeah. what I came up with. You can steal this idea if you want. It's very <laughs> original, but uh, it's like, you know, it's like a wave shooter and it's like, no one cares about it. But if it's like Far Cry or what did they have? Like Prince of Persia. Yeah, they also had an Prince Assassin's Creed one uh, a while back. You know, that really draws people in. Um, so it's good to see that Ubisoft is still alive. They're still making VR stuff because I mean, Space Junkies was a big big you know fail it, a flop. it didn't deserve uh, to fail though it, you know at all i think that was a really fun game and i wonder if they could ever port it to quest and and maybe reignite that oh that maybe fire. They, yeah maybe to shoot because yeah. i think you know if it was on quest i think it would do super well obviously that's where the market is right now so i don't know yeah but yeah it's great to see that they're still committed to vr they even announced a new vr game actually i should also mention that uh and that's called agos uh, a game of space uh, which they also announced during the stream, uh, which will be coming to uh, PC VR in October. And it's a, a oh. space exploration game. It looks quite interesting. A new IP. New IP, yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting. But it doesn't look like it's... I would love to have Rayman in, in VR. And then when you build like a punch, <laughs> like you see your hand flying yeah. away, you know? Yeah, that would be okay. epic. Um, so yeah, the, the, it's it, it's it's uh, it's obvious that Ubisoft is still committed to VR, which is which is great. That's good. Um, and as much as I would love to try Far Cry Three, um, you know, I wish it was coming to the home, but sadly, it's just uh, zero latency VR arcade. You should for buy. Now. You should buy a real big house and just turn it into <laughs> then, a VR arcade, and then have an arcade license. Yeah, yeah. get a license I, for it. There was an idea that it just struck me in the middle of the week when this news landed, and I do think that there's an opportunity here because just recently we were talking about on a couple of podcasts back. 
about like different locomotion options and then you know the uh the uprising of the thumbstick and what that did to room scale vr and those things um i really do feel like um with the non-euclidean movement system if that was adopted by any of the vr platforms um and actually baked in as kind of like a like an api layer that developers could hook into you can actually have a system that would automatically within your guardian space or equivalent on the platform kind of trick yourself to kind of staying within those boundaries, mm -hmm. but still experiencing one of these like arcade things. Mm -hmm. um, and I also think that that would help kind of sort out the arcade market to some extent, because all the software that's already there, just kind of shelved and waiting, um, you know, the good arcade experiences that we've had, the Void, you know, whatever the state of their business is Amazing. at the moment. Yeah. I know there's certain elements like with the Void, for instance, that go beyond. I, call, I would call that 4D, right? Where they, mm -hmm. they're blowing hot air at you and, and blowing wind in your face and that kind of thing. I still think that like a mechanism like that in a three by three or a two by two meter space could save the day. Um, and there really aren't a lot of games that do that. T for God, for those of you who don't know about it, is one that um, if you've got like a space in your garage or it's, you know, dusk, and you want to go outside or something and just have a wander about. Um, it's one of those that whatever space you feed it, it kind yeah. of. Yeah. As it builds a maze for you, and I do think that those um, yeah, those experiences well, should should leverage something like that at some point. Maybe maybe room skill makes it makes its comeback. It's so weird. Like we have you know the quest now, and you can just move within a space. But honestly, like most of the games I played on quest, I'm just standing still. Yeah. Or it forces me, like pistol whip, where you need to move, or uh, sports ground where you need to play tennis, and you really need to mm. take a step because otherwise you're gonna lose. But most of the games, they just, you know, yeah. make you lazy. I, I the Temple so. is the only one recently the that great. really has made me move quite a bit. And yeah. I, it really reignited that part of my brain, which gone like, why, why are we missing this? Like, this is the thing that we were excited about back when I got my yeah. Vive in. It's like, so can we immersive. have that back, please? You know, I, I just want that back. Super immersive. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, yeah. But that is the, uh, the news about Far Cry VR coming to arcades only. Uh, next bit of news this week caused a bit of concern across the Oculus Quest sideloading community as an email went out this week from Oculus asking everyone who has an Oculus developer account to verify their account. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, if you want to sideload content on the Quest, you have to sign up as a developer as part of the process to access to developer mode to then be able to sideload content. Now, the verification process is actually pretty straightforward. Uh, you either add a phone number to your developer account or you add a payment uh, method to your developer account. And the thing is, if you've bought anything from the official store, you've already added a payment method to your account anyway. So that will automatically me mean that your account's verified as far as I'm aware so far. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but that seems to be the case. So for now, although it kind of got people a bit concerned and also it kind of made us think, oh, is, is Facebook trying to close down this kind of like loophole mm. that they've always had in their system that people have taken advantage of? Uh, but for now, it just seems like nothing has really changed. But we can expect changes soon as Oculus announced some time ago that they're going to be making the sideloading process easier in the future. And I guess we're going to hear more about that next week during Facebook Connect. Mm. Um, certainly, isn't, isn't there... Isn't there more and more a chance based on all these updates and things they're doing, these changes that they might reboot Oculus Share and just create something themselves and then SideQuest is not necessary anymore? Well, it's weird because we, we obviously had Shane from SideQuest on the show a while back. So if you're interested, go and check that out. But he talked about these concerns and he was very optimistic, actually, um, and quite um, open about the fact that he had had direct dialogue with Oculus about, you know, the future of SideQuest and their new plans going forward in making SideQuest side loading easier so whether or not like side quest 
is was purchased and then is going to merge uh, and it's going to be officially called SideQuest and that's going to be the side loading method yeah. or they just get uh, absorbed somehow or there's some sort of deal going on who knows but the process is going to be easier and hopefully we won't have to use this loophole yeah. which is designed for developers after all um, to sideload content in the future um, I just think it got people's backs up but you know at the moment nothing's really changed so I wouldn't worry too much for now I yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to, I, I think I said this before. I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm worried for Shane and uh, Orla because I think that an, an absorption uh, isn't likely. Like, you know, Facebook wouldn't go acquire SideQuest. They would just. There's nothing special about that software stack. They kind of just got lucky. They, they were the first ones there. A bunch of indies piled in. They would just make their own thing. That we've already seen this before in other moves, um, even in earlier in Oculus days, where it's like. They would just they would just grab this. I still expect that they're gonna at some stage squash SideQuest, which is sad. But um, think about like Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. Like, do their platforms have an indie side belt? They don't. Mm. So, and why not? Because it's a danger to the main platform. So, yeah. as much as we all love the indie stuff, I, I I don't know. I don't know if that's there in the future. Um, I, I'd can, be surprised can, if it is. Um... Can can Facebook ban SideQuest and say like, listen, you're not allowed to make this anymore, and we have our own now? So well, I think what they could do is tighten up this loophole. So you know, if you were signing up for a developer account, you yeah. have to prove your concept of a game that you're working on or something like that. And obviously, most people will, wouldn't have that. So then we wouldn't have the ability to sideload content full stop. But they haven't said that. They've yeah. said that they're going to make the process easier. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know, with them, the thing is, we we talked about this throughout the conversation with them, and with them being optimistic made me more relaxed about it all because if they're relaxed about it then i think well if they're not worried then maybe we shouldn't I, I, be but, but like, yeah, like but remember I, gay remember what gay said like about the early conversations about virtual desktop though and you know yeah it, the, the problem is when you're looking to brain drain an organization or learn as much as you can you go in all sweet toothed and then when and it's time nice. you just you know 180 and uh, that's yeah. the problem that's yeah, the side the side quest guys are super they're too nice for for this vr world yeah. and if they don't pay attention they get screwed well over. i would i would pray um, that that doesn't happen i would really it well, would really suck to dude, them get like, screwed over the 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 thing that that will always stay positive is that even if okay even if facebook is saying listen we're going to create our create our own side quest our own oculus share yeah then they will always moderate it to a certain degree. And there are still people say like, yeah, but these apps that we want are not on there. And then you still have something next to that. Maybe. You know, there's always something next to... The, the thing is, the, the, humans don't like being controlled. And so if I remember, like in the UK market, for example, the chipping on like Sony's consoles, for example, because, oh, everything was region locked to the States. And so people were importing games like loads, um, like American games and getting their PlayStation chipped and that type of thing. So whatever the equivalent of that is for the future, even if it is a locked platform, uh, life finds a way. You know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. But like to a certain degree with modding and stuff like that, it's like a bit like the Napster model. You know, you make the official way easier and you make it more accessible and you, you have the content there as well, then people won't necessarily have to. And I think that's their plan going forward. Although, mm -hmm. like I said, I could be wrong. Um, but that's what they said. But we'll find out next <laughs> week anyway. Is Napster Wednesday. still alive or you're just talking about Spotify? <laughs> well, but we will find Napster. out uh, Wednesday and we're going to be talking about it after the show as well. So if we have any details, we'll obviously share them with them with you lot on the, the live stream after Facebook Connect on Wednesday. Um, you guys make me feel young again when you talk about stuff like Napster. Winamp, yeah. Kazaa, back in the day. Was, was that was that like a l legal Spotify? Uh, legal? 
It was it, no, Legal. it was dodgy. It was way dodgy. Is it? Is it? Was it like lime wire? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah okay, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Um, okay, next bit of news. <laughs> uh, this is quite quite interesting. I think uh, this is a project called Relativity, and this is an open source VR headset that you can build yourself. So this is Ooh. this is kind of cool. Uh, this all started after two guys, uh, Max Coot and Gabriel Combe. Uh, they wanted to get into VR but couldn't afford their own headsets, so they decided to build their own instead. And now, uh, you know, after years, they've been playing around with this stuff. They've got a website up with links to all the resources that you would need to build your own headset, which they estimate will cost as little as two hundred dollars with off-the-shelf components and an Arduino. So an Arduino is kind of like a, a maker board, a bit like a Raspberry Pi, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, their reference design is uh, like a 3D printed shell and uses dual 2K displays running at 120 hertz. Uh, however, you can add any screen you you want depending on your budget, which is kind of interesting. Uh, the system is compatible with Steam VR, but has limited tracking right now as it uses a single camera to track mm. your body based on the video input. So it's kind oh, of right. like um, it's kind of like PSVR mm. tracking camera. Um, That's even got a stereo camera. You're, you're saying a single it's, it's camera. It's going to be worse, single, yeah. So the tracking is going to be really rough. Um, so this is definitely not for your average consumer, and it's got no controller solution either. So you'd have to hack together either PSVR controllers or uh, index controllers with base stations or something like that uh, and get that to work with the headset before you could even really use it. And even then, it's going to be sketchy at best. Um, but really, mm. who this is for is for those real uh, tinkerers, modders, those that like to get down and dirty with some soldering irons and some chips and and and, uh, and, and yeah. whisk the night away doing that sort of stuff. It's nice. It's really nice. Like uh, uh, I remember uh, Razer doing this with, this with OSVR. Yeah. In in a small way that yeah. was of course a little bit still modular, but not going too deep into it. But it's it's great that this is like around. Yeah, and I think you know certainly with like the. Um, the retaliation about requiring a Facebook account with Facebook products now going forward. You know, people have been pushing for an open source solution. Well, there is something now, but I wouldn't say it's going to be a great thing. But what I do think is this is still early days. And if the community, like we've seen, gather together and put all their resources together and work on something together, then it could be something interesting yeah. in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, so. the rebellion is still alive. I'm puzzled by this. Is this a... Um is this a, a headset that you buy from them or no, you're just buying like the 3D print model? Because I saw people commenting, they're like, well, you can just 3D print something like this. So what is it that you're getting for your $200? That's what I, or is it that it's just a, oh, no, you're not it's buying just an open source like blueprint that yeah. you then source all the parts yourself, put it together for two, for a total of $200. Exactly that. Yeah. They, oh, they okay. don't, they don't sell any parts themselves. They're just pointing you in the right direction to get the parts and they give you the information and the oh. guides and the firmware. Um, that they've created, they've created custom firmware for it. Um, so it's BYOVRH, build your own VR headset. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Oh, that that, that brings me to uh, like what they usually do with PCs, where you race against each other to build the fastest uh, PC, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we should do this with headsets, where it's like, hey, Mike versus Nate versus Zim, who's building, uh, you know, in one hour, the headset that works the best, yeah. you know? Yeah. Wait, they do that? They do build races for PC? Hey, yeah, they're yeah. like uh, where you need to oh b- yeah build a PC real fast. <laughs> oh god, I bent a pin. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. That's nightmare fuel. That is. Um, Chris Richardson in the chat asks, uh, "What happened to the AR headset that you were building, Mike?" It's a very good question, Ooh, and uh, you've got one. a very good memory. Um, so yeah, I bought um, a, a custom build-yourself AR headset. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. It will come to uh, me. The leap, leap something, right? It, it was, was it using the leap? leap motion as hand tracking. 
Um, was this the one with the glassy uh, sides? It was, yeah, or? the glassy sides. Yeah. I got everything uh, built. Project North Star. Project North Star. Well done, Thomas uh, Van Buell uh, uh, in the uh, chat. Uh, Project North Star. I got uh, I got it built. Um, and um, and I got then before you did. <laughs> I couldn't. Um, sorry, Sam. You both were <laughs> okay. right. You both get a star. A North Star. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, so I got it all built. Um, but then I don't know how to use like a Unity or any of the dev tools, um, and there isn't any sort of like just downloadable plug and play demos. So it's kind of been in its box since I built it, um, and I haven't used it. So maybe I should dust it off at some point and uh, and give it a go because it is legit. Like I still every now and again look into the Discord of the North Star project, and I see people oh. doing cool stuff in there. So I'm hoping they're just going to make it easy to use for noobs, and then I can just stick it on and just play around with some demos. Um, but thank you for asking. Thank you for remembering. Um, but if you're interested in uh, Relativity, go and check out the website. It's uh, relativity.com. It's spelled R-E-L-A-T-I-V-T-Y. So there's no second I. Uh, and they've also got links to the Discord there that you can join and join wow. the rebellion, as Nathie calls it. I, I wondered how they got a website that was like, uh, you know, so so key. So they just dropped an I. Dropped an I. <laughs> <laughs> they misspelled their name to get the website. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. There you all go. Right, right, so that right. is that. Next bit of news is that uh, it seems HTC are working on a new Vive Focus standalone VR headset, which oh yeah, that's exciting. Which features yeah. the latest XR2 chip from Qualcomm. <laughs> this is very interesting. This is very interesting indeed. Um, this came from Geekbench, uh, which was then reported on by TechGen YZ and then Road to VR. Now, Geekbench is like a benchmarking program to test the performance out of PCs and mobile devices, and it seems that someone's obviously benchmarked this new Vive uh, Focus XR2 edition. And the results mm. are now on the website. So you can search and check out the results. And it even shows the specs of the headset there. So the specs showed that the Vive Focus XR2 has six gigabytes of memory, uh, which is two gigabytes more than the current gen Oculus Quest. And it runs on Android 10. Now, what we know about the XR2 chip, which is the latest and greatest chip from uh, Qualcomm, is that it's specifically designed for VR and AR headsets and that it's roughly twice as powerful as the original Quest Snapdragon 835 chip. So it's definitely no slouch. Uh, so this headset combined with an additional memory and this new chip could be packing a bit of a punch here. And I'm hoping, please, please, HTC, that this is a consumer-focused headset and not aimed purely at business and enterprise applications like the previous Vive Focus was. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, go on, Nathan. Yeah, well, you're the. It sounded uh, it sounded great until you said, "I hope." Well, I am hopeful. <laughs> I'm always optimistic. Because uh, we're hoping a lot uh, in their case. Uh -huh. Yeah, like no, no, I, I totally agree. Like you need to realize, by the way, that the Vive Focus, the original one, was uh, was getting sold a year before the Quest even came yeah. out, and you could, of course, you, you needed to have you know a company to buy it, but still, it was already out there. So I, I'm just trying to say that, you know, it's not like they don't know what people want. It's just they don't know how to market it and they don't know how to sell it. And yeah, you're right. Like, um, this could be a good moment to make a comeback in a way. But yeah, the thing is, like, um, even if this standalone headset would be great, then who's going to make the content? That's the, that's the key. So, that is the key to know, the success. The, because you can have the best hardware in the world. But if you don't have any content to play on it, then no one buys it. Like you then don't buy a PlayStation, um, you know, just because it's a great bit of kit. You buy it because of the games that they're, they're exclusive to the platform or that you can play on that thing, you know? Yeah, I, I want them to do that, but I, I just know that it's not really possible. Mm -hmm. 
because it, because you're you're pico neo otherwise you know that's the problem like you end yeah. up with this you know this kind of empty shell that said uh i suppose my stand on this is please god anyone uh stand up to you know the quest with any alternative especially in the wake of the facebook news that's got everyone riled up because you know we we need uh for a number of reasons a competitor in the marketplace yep. uh and and i would love to see anything even if it's limited in terms of its software even if it was indie focused right it was just a an android android that needs to be flashed a game that you get you'd get off of it or something it gives people an option an alternative yeah. right and that's what i'm yeah. excited for so yeah if, if, if the competitor makes the hardware and makes a proper platform with games with experience with also entertainment that is better than the quest then they can compete. But if you only compete with the hardware, doesn't doesn't have to be better. Doesn't have to be better. That's the thing. Like you could you could actually like go the you know iPhone versus Android thing, right? You could have higher specs on your d- device, uh, and you could generally be outpacing them there uh, because you're spending less time in R and D and you're just shipping devices as they're ready. Um, and then on mm-hmm. on the software side, you're just picking up the market of everyone who doesn't want to touch Facebook, right? I mean that's that's not a small market. Um, and it, there is a market there and you've got standalone, like what else is there that stands against the quest at this point? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, yeah, no, I like, yeah. The thing is like, I, I, I would love, I would love for this to happen. And as you said, like next week, it's gonna, it feels like there's a bomb gonna drop and it's gonna be even harder for a competition, competition to jump in, mm. you know? So, but that's the thing. But like, you know, know, even if it is more expensive, if they if they've still got like a decent software library and the headset works, you know, because um, that was the problem with the Cosmos, you know, is yeah. that it didn't really work. It didn't really deliver on what they promised, um, which is a shame. Um, so hopefully, you know, I really I really hope, like you guys say, that we get some competition because competition is healthy and it's great for everyone, uh, and particularly consumers. And that's uh, what we want. Yeah. So. That is some rumors. Hopefully we'll hear more information about this mysterious headset soon, but I thought I'd give you that little bit of a heads up. Last bit of news this week. I know Zim's going to love this. Um, This is that Minecraft is getting official VR support on the PlayStation VR. The developers, Mojang, made the announcement on the official PlayStation blog this week, stating, Us Mojang folks have been bursting to say something about this for ages. PSVR support has actually been a planned PS4 feature since we got the thumbs up from Sony to bring cross-platform play and the Bedrock version to PlayStation 4. There was never any question of, would we, just when. Um, So this VR update, it will be a patch to the original game. So uh, if you bought the original game already on the PS4, then you'll get the mode for free and you'll have two modes to play in VR, living room mode and immersive mode. So I guess living room mode is where you play the game in a Minecraft house playing on a Minecraft virtual but, TV. That's right. But that already existed. Yeah. But they're it just bringing exists. it over to PSVR. Like, I mean, All right, okay. is, you know, yeah. So, so we're talking about the, because on Rift CV1, you could play Minecraft seated in a house yep. on a big screen. Yep. You could also go into the game but it was still all gamepad support, no motion controllers. Yes, so it is the same. Basically, you have the, the you oh. have living room mode, which is where you sit in your Minecraft house, play on a Minecraft TV, uh, or yeah, you have yeah, immersive yeah. mode, which is full first-person VR mode. Um, mm. It only supports the DualShock 4 controller at the moment. No move controller support has been announced just yet. Um, so this is, this is essentially a port of that original version. Why? Why? Well... Because Carmack's code is God. That's why. Well, you know? the, the thing is, the thing is, um, 
Yeah, I, you know, I think people want it on the Quest, right? So they want it on the Quest, and, you know, a lot of people since this announcement, because it only happened this week, have been like, hey, what about a Quest version of this? If it's going to PSVR, I can come to the Quest, right? Well, the developers did actually respond. They said, no news on Quest support. We'd need to rework how VR locomotion works so you could move your player by physically walking, which is different than how it works currently. They kind of said it in a, in a weird way, but basically what they're trying to say there is they need to include room scale locomotion into the game um, because on PSVR, of course, you don't move around your room. You're just standing yeah. in one spot. Same with the CV1 pretty much back in the day. But now with Quest, it's a room scale device. So you have to have the functionality in your game to allow the player to walk around the space and that's represented in game. Otherwise, it's going to make players very sick. So I think that's the thing that's holding them back from bringing it to the Quest right now because that's probably a requirement of the store uh, for them to bring it to the store. Yeah, yeah. My, I mean, that's my guess, by the way. It's not official. Yeah, I, don't but know. My, I don't know. They could have guess. come up with something better uh, for, for a long time because this, this Minecraft version that we had on PC on Rift uh, is like four years old. Minecraft is... <laughs> it's been 84, it's 84 years. years. <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's... It, it's still it's so old. weird. I think a um, lot of people don't even think there was ever an official VR version of Minecraft because the one on you mean I you think, mean Bedrock. I think if you go to yeah, Oculus the, Home, you can Windows still find. Can you still find? Would it still be on there? I don't even know. But um, I remember, Not like, I remember somewhere. sitting in that living room. That was awesome. Like sitting in that living room, and then you saw Minecraft on that big screen. And when you went into immersive mode, you you jumped in. You got sucked into your screen. That was like like great. Um, the transition is also really yeah. smooth in that. So, I mean, there were two different ways to play VR Minecraft. And um, the first one was the kind of official build that came out. And this actually came out later than the second one I'll mention. And that was where, you know, Carmack and team, they kind of worked on the code and they actually were able to get the, the Windows version after Microsoft acquired uh, the rights to, my, to, to, to Minecraft. Um, they were actually able to make that work in VR and... Again, this is what essentially now we're getting on PSVR. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think, the bedrock equivalent. They're just porting this to PSVR. Then there's um, what's been around for much, much longer, um, probably almost five years, was the original Stella Artois uh, Minecraft um, or Vivecraft build, yes. which has gone through several iterations, several different developers, um, and is available now. Um, the, the, the kind of benefit that I see uh, of, from the two Vivecraft allows you to very readily, without paying for it, host your own server or multiplayer world, have other people join you. You can do that if you're, um, for instance, I think you can do a, a combination between an Xbox uh, and a PC. You can kind of open to LAN. So you can actually, with the Bedrock version, get some level of multiplayer. But if you're like me and you really want to kind of like host a game and get a world with like tons of people in it, with no restrictions and not paying a monthly mm -hmm. subscription fee for it, then um, the the old school Java Minecraft is the one that you'd need. And uh, I I find I think you know it, it's like what Nathie was kind of alluding to there. It, it, you're running out of excuses at this stage um, because you're able to kind of get a PC to drive Minecraft as as you know Quest technology levels up. I think that at some stage you'll be able to run. PC Minecraft on a Quest and uh, or the equivalent st you know standalone device and if that's possible because right now you can do it with a Shadow PC you can run it on a Shadow PC and people have done it and they've quested with Vivecraft but like yeah that excuse will eventually go away um, and the thing I just want to remind people of like Far Cry which we were talking about earlier Minecraft is not like 
light on your machine. Like it's heavyweight. Like it, it takes a lot of processing. Um, well, so that's true. it's 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 not a uh, it's not as basic as it looks no, under the hood in terms right, of what it needs I from mean, the from chip. their experience, they ported it to mobile phones. They ported it to pretty much any like Nintendo exactly. Switch. So VR shouldn't be uh, the biggest challenge then. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe their biggest excuse is just keeping the motion control support an exclusive when they launch their Xbox S VR SX version headset. Oh, I God. doubt that's going to oh. happen. I doubt it. I doubt it. But yeah, if you're interested in playing uh, Minecraft uh, in VR, you can at least play it uh, through Vivecraft, like as it mentioned, or on the PSVR now, uh, starting from the end of this month as a a free update to the original game. So I think a lot of people are going to be happy about that. But yeah, move control support and motion control support. That's what we want in the future. So make it happen. For one moment I thought Mike was work for Mojang, but uh, now he's on our side, so... Yeah. How, mu- how much the- dirt blocks they- did they pay you to say all of this? <laughs> they gave me uh, 10,000 gems. <laughs> and if there's be. any Swedes in the chat, help us with the pronunciation because I think it's Muyang, but uh, I've, ne- I've always pronounced oh, it Mojang as well. Mojang. It's a Swedish, uh, Swedish. I don't know. Maybe I should say Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, uh, so yeah. That is all the news this week. So we've got Far Cry, uh, wow. Vive Focus XR2, interesting open source VR headset and Minecraft oh. PSVR. Now let's get into the hot topic this week and talk about our Facebook Connect predictions. Feel free to share your predictions in the chat as well because we'd love to know what you guys think, particularly around the new headset, what you think it is, specs, etc., etc. Uh, because, you know, the, the rumor mill is starting to ramp up a bit now. You know, we're getting closer and closer to the event. It's, what, four days out? And we've been hearing that, like, uh, Quest, the original Quest is being discontinued. Um, the Rift S is being discontinued. A uh, <laughs> new headset is coming. We've had images leaked a long time ago. Uh, we've had rumors on pricing. We've seen, like, people uh, from Target leaking, what, 299 for a, for a headset. So it's all oh. going crazy right now. Um, I'd love to see some of this stuff happen. So maybe let's oh. talk about uh, what we think might happen at the event. Um any sort of predictions around headset games, stuff you'd like to see, maybe something super far out that you would, you know, that's not going to happen, but you would love to see. Maybe mm. I can start if you want me to. Yeah. yeah okay. Go on. So um, I tweeted out this week about some games um, and I, that I was like, why don't we have sequels for these games yet? And those two games that I would love to see Wait, sequels for announced at Facebook Moss. Connect. What I tweeted? No, I didn't read it. I didn't read it. So that's why I can guess. Is it Moss? Moss? You didn't read it. You're not my friend. You're not my Twitter. No, no, but Moss is one of them for sure. Get out. Yeah, well, Moss exactly is one of them for sure, and I kind of alluded to that earlier on in the show because I do love that game, and I think about it a lot sometimes. I do want to go back and play it. So a Moss two would be amazing, and 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 why we don't have a a book two because it kind of alluded to the fact that there would be a sequel or multiple sequels in the future that would continue the story. Did the first one get Um, made by Polyarch and Oculus, or was it just them doing it? Ooh, I think it was just Polyarch because it was a PlayStation exclusive originally. And then it came to Oculus later. Uh, okay. Mm. Yep. Um, the second game mm. I would like to see a sequel of, another favorite of mine. Maybe you can guess this one as well. Another favorite of yours. Uh, super hot. Yes. Him. Mm. He knows me well. Uh, yeah, I would love to see uh, a sequel to Super Hot. Again, still one of my favorite VR games to date. Uh, it's one of my favorite to demo to friends yeah. that are into gaming as well because they just go crazy and feel like Neo from the super Matrix. Super multiplayer. And. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that so, so much. It would be like Blaston. Oh, yeah. You know, like, 
Like yeah. resolution games have made blast on. It's kind of like what su the super hot team mm. could do with a super hot multiplayer mode, um, where you basically slow down time okay. but take your shots. Um, but yeah, and the fact that they've released up well multiple updates since then for the original mm. game, mm. knowing very well that the VR game is probably what makes them so so popular. I think I I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm underestimating yeah. the, the pancake market, but you know I think in my mind I couldn't play super hot. Other than in VR, would you, um, um, would you be happy if they just went for the DLC? You know, super uh, mind control uh, as uh, some VR. I would yeah. be happy with that. Yeah, I would be happy with that, and I, I happily pay for mm. it as well. Uh, you know, because they they updated that they gave that away as a free update uh, for for Pancake players. Um, but I'd happily pay for for VR DLC for no, sure. I, I think those mm. two totally deserve that. Um, for me, it's still I want Lone Echo to come out. You can't just postpone it another freaking year. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling it's gonna be yeah. also a quest title because uh, standalone sells like hotcakes. Um, Medal of Honor yeah. has a date now, and uh, luckily it looks really yes. good because I still have uh, flashbacks from Defector. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to yeah, laugh yeah. at that one. Uh, the poor defector. And, uh, we had high hopes back uh, in the day. And right? and uh, a game that I'm also and and something that yeah. just didn't get enough attention at the last uh, Facebook uh, or Oculus Connect actually. Oculus Connect yeah. was still Oculus Connect back then. Uh, uh, was Project Four from Stress Level Zero? Uh, something that uh, we didn't really see any yeah. gameplay of. Just a picture. It looked like a. Boneworks inspired sandbox title for the quest. Uh, besides that, it, like last year was really disappointing in terms of announcements uh, with VR content. Uh, Project 4 was really yeah. jumping out of that uh, together with, of course, a Cloud Hats uh, a Pistol Whip. So, yeah, that's one that I'm curious about. Yeah, you're about. absolutely right. Yeah. I totally forgot about um, Project 4, actually, until you mentioned it just then. Because, like you say, during uh, OC6, uh, we had that one yeah. image flash up on the screen, didn't we? And it was Mike Verdu yeah. on the stage, who was the new uh, VP of games at uh, Oculus, uh, taking over Jason Rubin's role. And he was like, yeah, we got like a Boneworks game coming to Quest. Everyone like lost their minds. Um, but yeah, we haven't heard anything also, about no it since then. no one talks about it. I feel like everyone forgot that Project 4 is actually a thing. Uh, I, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did forget. Oh, to be honest, I saw on Reddit, this was the funny thing, Nathan. Like, they were um, they were going on about, oh, wouldn't it be great if Boneworks was coming to Quest? It's like, that's a confirmed project that's on the, on the pipeline. It's, yeah. it's yeah. coming. The little choo-choo train is going. You can see the so, smoke. So, uh, yeah. another thing that I don't remember seeing uh, this year was there was, at, at, at the last uh, Connect, there was this trailer of a man visiting his, like his his dad, um, in a virtual oh, yes. living room, and they were watching the NBA together. And it was like it called, I think it was called shared spaces or something. That was Boz, wasn't it? It was um, from yeah, Facebook where, who, who did that video. But yeah. where is it? Yeah, no, yeah. that's a very good point as well, and I. And I, I think, you know, last year, I remember them saying, oh, you know, we're going to be sharing the latest about VR and AR. And I was like, oh, this is the first time they really mentioned AR last year. But yet they kind of teased stuff and said, oh, we're working on it. But they didn't actually show anything. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It was, it was, we are making, it was a black slide. We are making, making an, AR, an headset. AR headset. That's right. I do remember now. Yeah. Maybe and, we'll see more of that. I would be super interested to see it's, an it's AR a, headset from It's kind of weird. Like, a lot yeah. of the stuff that got announced last year has still not really shown up. So it's almost like we're talking no. about predictions that were from last year that still need to happen, and now we have new predictions <laughs> adding up to that. But 
Well, the, the, the funny thing was, I remember distinctively sitting there at OC4, uh-oh, right? It was my uh-oh, first now ever we're going connect. back to something unreleased um, to. And I, and I remember sitting in the audience and they played um, some footage from Respawn and they said, we're making a new game in VR and it's going to be a shooter. And, you know, they alluded to the fact that it was going to be like a military shooter. And everyone was super, super hyped. Look where we are, what, four years later and we're just on the verge of it being released now. So, you know, hopefully that's not going to be the case with like well, Project 4 and Boneworks on the I was going to say, are you, well, I, I don't know. I mean, like the, the distraction quotient of 2020, we cannot underplay what that has done to people's calendars schedules releases like it's as if they've hacked four to six months out of everyone's lives and so uh, like from the ar side i'd be very surprised if there was an ar launch from them or you know apple because i know apple are doing a thing as well if they're going to give us anything i think it'd be a hint um and then for in terms of games i like I'm going to go pipe dream here because there are games that I desperately want and they're going to sound kind of samey. Uh, I want Subnautica. I want the latest Subnautica. There's 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 a modding community that's working on getting uh, Subnautica Below Zero, the, the second title, mm-hmm. uh, working in VR. And apparently that's working. And it's working with multiplayer. So if you're really keen on it and you want to go and uh, sort that out, that's one. I would love to see that questified or whatever and, and standalone. Mm. Um, the other one is from other sons. I, I keep going bang on about this and I know it's probably not going to happen. Um, we saw some news about Kronos as well. And I would love to see gunfire games, bring their talents to quest. Um, just because it's so lovely and what a great multiplayer game. And I want to see that, that kind of world rich put out more mm. richly mm. multiple worlds. Um, and then the third, third one, which is low hanging fruit at this stage. Cause I just don't know when it's coming out. Uh, but I want Cosmophobia because I miss my kind of Dreadhalls. I've kind of done enough years of Dreadhalls mm-hmm. that I want something Fear Factor-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other one that I, I kind of am well, really I, keen I on. have the feeling if we're talking about content, um, like in 2016, Oculus slash Facebook was spending a lot of money on content, right? They were paying a lot of dev studios to make stuff. That's why most of the classics are the ones that, you know, got in, uh, financed by, by Facebook. And I feel like... All of those games are the games we want now for, you know, the the quest, and we want them to have a, a, a sequel and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I really want to see what Mike Ferdu has been doing. I want to see what his roadmap is content-wise, because last year I had no idea what he was going for. Uh, I felt like the lineup he had was super disappointing, besides Project 4. Um, so I, I really want him to, to show that he really wants to make gaming great, on, on the quest uh, and I don't know if that's gonna happen because I feel like he's maybe not the right guy to do it but who knows this is his second connect so uh, we'll see yeah but it's, it's funny because like you know obviously I was complaining about Medal of Honor taking so long and people were saying in the chat well you know games take a long good games take a long time and a lot of money and I appreciate mm-hmm. that and I, I do totally agree but it does seem that that these games have been ready for a little while but they're yeah they, get, they, they always back. get postponed Same, yeah yeah, same with Lone Echo 2. That, like, don't tell me that game isn't finished already, because I, I, I almost guarantee that it is. That was for the Rift S. They, when I was at E3 and yes. they showed it to me, it was yes. on Rift S. When they showed Defector to me, it was on CV1. And you can go back and yes. back and back, and every time they postpone it, because they, it's like they don't want to make anything extra, so they just save it up. And that's why you see these dry seasons of like no AAA content. 
And also, they want to wait until you know something is interesting yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. They reignite yeah. the the industry again. So you know, maybe we'll get more information around these uh, these games. Um, so basically, what you're saying, week. if a game gets delayed a lot of times, then you know new hardware is coming. Potentially, yeah, yeah I, I think <laughs> so. I think so. Anyway, that's just my guess. Um, is there a reason for that? Actually, like, I mean, aside from like making an announcement uh, more exciting by delaying a game. Is there another financial reason a business would hold back a game that's ready to ship? I, I would mean, say that the multi-platform is a sales, reason. More sales, more right? Like for something like Population One, but like what, what's but another lose, reason? You, I suppose seasonality. You lose sales of the headset. People buy more hardware yeah. if it comes with that one game. You know, if you can put it on the back of the box, yeah. if you can put Medal of Honor on the box of the let's say next quest, then that's great advertisement. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, would, I would agree there. I would agree there. So what about some other stuff that you would like to see? Maybe AR, we've talked about games. What about this? Because this is something I'd love to see them announce, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Love to see it happen. And that is a wireless link solution. So, oh, yeah. you know, in Carmack's speech last year, he said, you know, he would like link to be wireless. You know, he said cable works, of course, but it's kind of like the, the easiest solution and, and for cheaper. them. <laughs> and cheaper, I guess. Although it's not necessarily cheap at seventy nine bucks, but a, a wireless link solution would be interesting. And I wonder how they would tackle this. Would they rebrand some sort of like router and or, or router? People get upset the way I pronounce it. Um, and, and rebrand it as an Oculus <laughs> one. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Americans, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they get yeah. super triggered when I, I say I, router. I think what you're saying, if they bring that with within the box, yeah, totally. That yeah, could like work. a five, uh, like five gigahertz router that would be you know that would work well you know as a wireless link between uh, uh, you know your pc and the quest but if it wouldn't go in the box though Nathy. like that that's an expensive accessory if you think about it like i i think you're probably talking span between 40 and 100 dollars yeah. if i stay in american true, terms true. But, but if you if you don't if like that'll be yeah, an accessory okay, but if you don't yeah. do that like consumers are not ready to uh, like set it up themselves i guess like a lot of people are are too noob to even think about that stuff. Oh, I so. agree with you, but like, look look at where we're standing now, right? We're standing with a position where it's like, well, the cable in the box allows you to enable link. Want to make that easier and eliminate the cable? Buy the accessory. So I think that that's... That yeah, I think they're going to sell oh, the they... fiber cable a little bit longer. I don't know how much of those they sold. I think most people who bought a Quest don't own a PC at all and don't have money for a VR-ready computer. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the, I think the fiber cable is like, it's a nice price and... Uh, what a, but of course I suppose you know if we don't get an official wireless link solution we've always got virtual desktop in the background true. you know it's kind of a bit clunky though it's a bit annoying because you have to buy the app officially then you have to sideload the second part of it to enable the sort of VR wireless streaming functionality but <laughs> I have to say when it works it works great and I highly recommend yeah. it especially on Quest like you know playing PC VR completely tetherlessly it is beautiful I'm not going to lie brings a tear to my, my eye it's so beautiful <laughs> My, it's my favorite go-to. I mean, it's just I, I'm just sad certain titles like From Other Sons don't work with that. Like oh, it certain doesn't. things don't. No, it doesn't. Um, it worked for the tutorial, and then after that, it just stops working. It has a heart attack. Oh, that's interesting. So there's interesting. certain games. There's certain, especially Oculus titles that are incompatible. Um, and he talked about it. Um, there's some subcomponent that um, yeah. is out of his control, I think, for certain games that are called yeah. upon. That's that really break. interesting. I never knew yeah. that. Well. So not every not every game uh, can be played mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know that Asgard's can necessarily be How does that work with multiplayer way. titles? Because that also requires a connection. Um, so you mean multiplayer titles that are hosted on Oculus Home? Yeah. 
Have I tested like going that? wireless, but then also needing a connection to, of course, see the people that you play with, and it's like a lot of. So, so Steam is so Steam the Steam uh, approach, which gets you, well, eighty percent of the catalog you care about anyway, um, works fine because all mm. all that's happening is your PC saying, "Oh right, you know, this is a headset yeah. that's not wired; it's over True. there." But I'm going to have the same communications as normal. So Steam VR just yeah, handles usually all of that. your your PC so, is already powered with a LAN cable because if that would also be wireless, then uh, yeah. I don't know uh, if you uh, you know. Um, but can I mm. throw something else in? Uh, platform, sure. okay software mm -hmm. and but this is like i repeat myself every year party system an oculus environment mm -hmm. where i can meet up with my friends play Mon monopoly can watch movies together uh <laughs> what else uh, change the the paintings with my own photos on there from yeah facebook i guess uh and so you want a room and social okay yeah. so far. i wonder what they'd call that maybe they'd call it like oculus rooms do you think that would work yeah that would work. That would work. I like that name. And then, and then, like and then so okay, strong. listen to this, listen to this. This is like spectacular. And then imagine, you know, like I'm there with Zim and I'm there with Rowdy and, and with Mike and, and we want to play Dead and Buried together or uh, Onward mm. or something. Then something steps Ooh. out of the screen and it says, no. hey guys, you want to play the game? Join me. And then he steps back into the screen and he takes you with you and then you seamlessly wow. join in there together. And then you're in the game, in the same party, in the same squad and you instantly can play a game without having to worry like oh can you hear me and oh uh, no my uh, like connection at this oh I crashed again stuff like that like seamlessly that, that sounds like a future I want to be a part of yeah. every year every I year you want to be a part of that future no but but seriously um like for years now we have heard about you know we we want to create a party system they actually promised it a few times too you know where it's like yeah we are gonna create something like that. now we have create party you know what create party is this is the phone call in VR that's what it is. <laughs> it's it's just a call. phone call. That's not a party. That's just a phone, phone, phone call. So that's what I want. Uh, and I, I was hoping that, that Facebook Horizon was going to be pretty much that and more. So it would be integrated. But I feel like that's just an app on the on the side. It, and yeah. it has nothing to do with that. But seriously, yeah. like they, they, I think this week they released a new environment. Cybers. What was it? Um, Cyber, Cyber, Cyber City. City? Yeah, Cyber City. And... It's like, oh, and everyone's like, well, it's so cool. I have a new environment. I'm like, I don't care about this environment because I can't do anything in it. Who cares about an environment if you can't even share it with your friends, man? It's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They need to bring back yeah. Oculus Rooms. I'm, I'm still gobsmacked that the, the best it's, social yeah. meetup and, and, and jump off system that the Oculus have ever created was on the Oculus Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, bring, it's bizarre. But I, like in, to the same extent, I w I had so much fun opening those little uh, those little packages that you got for playing VR. It oh made me feel yeah. it made me feel like I was uh, getting something for my playtime, right? And I could or, you know ornament my room or whatever. Once there's enough headroom on the device, because right now <laughs> right now it's it's a mobile phone, right? Uh, that's running VR like magic, but. Once there's enough headroom and they're able to shoehorn that in there without impacting us, like they were impacting PC gameplay mm -hmm. with their Oculus Home environment, I, I really want something like that back. I would like a personal space, yeah. and like what you said, Nathan, yeah. a door on my left that leads yeah. somewhere to a friend's place or to yes. a social area, kind of like what Rec Room have at the moment where you have your place and you can bring people to your place and you can ornament your place yeah. and, and, and decorate it how you, you know, like. Uh, Make it and yours. Hugo Barra yeah. was the one who pushed this idea, you know, who was uh, going yeah. for that. Now he's not really working in that, that space anymore. I feel like it was a very small team who worked on it, who really knew very well what to do. 
but it just didn't get transferred. I feel like a lot of those engineers or developers who work on the Quest, I'm, I'm not even sure if they are aware of this thing that actually existed because the company is so big that I think half the time they don't even know what they innovated on themselves. And they don't use it. Like the teams don't talk to each no. other. So, yeah. so I, I, it's funny. Someone in the chat says, oh, Nate is predicting an upcoming OC7 uh, announcement. No, Nate is predicting OC4 announcement, OC5, OC6, OC7, <laughs> and the next one as well, maybe. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, plat- but besides that, on the platform, I would love to see the UI getting updated a little bit more. I think what they have now is pretty easy to get into. Um, I feel like in the some of the tabs, you go a little bit too deep into it. Like, for example, finding hand tracking, I wish... It was easier to like have an icon somewhere or not like dash because i feel like dash on rift was too much but yeah some more features uh, quicker faster um so yeah okay well maybe we should take some uh suggestions yeah. from the the chat then and see what uh see what predictions they have for the show uh, of course you know we're also going to have a talk from carmack which is always a highlight of the show uh, it's, I, I love it. You know, he's already told us already that it's going to be unscripted. It's just going to be him talking, and and it's and it's it's not normally a talk. It's normally him just complaining about things that he <laughs> wants to change. It's like us. It's basically like us now, just saying like we would love to see this. We want this in the future. You know, this is yeah, what we yeah, change. And he's very blunt about it all in his very calm yeah, way, me, which I just love about the for guy. Me it feels like he is the only one who works at Facebook. He can who can speak his mind one hundred percent. And not give a you know an F every they, holiday. They used yeah. to have another guy. His name was Palmer. Oh, his oh. name was Palmer. His name uh, was Palmer. Ooh. Sorry. I, I would love uh, <laughs> I, I would love to, for Carmack to just come up and say you know you know this is what's going on. This is my thing. By the way, uh, I'm giving up on AI. I'm kind of bored of it. So I'm going to go back full time to VR or um, Oculus. That wow. would be my and dream. I will, but I don't and I will happen. become your community manager, the voice of the people. But I don't know. But you see, like the point is, like if you work on AI and if you get into the fold of AI, AI has the potential, just like machine learning, to have a multiplicative effect. So yeah. although he's working on AI, that product, that kind of the child of of that labor, could end up influencing you know two hundred things uh, mm. instead of just one thing. And I think that was the kind of reason he gave when he was when he was transforming his career path. But I'm really looking forward to it. I loved his kind of explanatory uh chuckle through twitter uh just over the last week where he's like oh they tried to you know get me to line up my uh, what i was gonna say and he's like yeah we're not gonna do that yeah i love this guy i, I said it before he's a total badass yeah. really cool. and, 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 he, the chat, and he also gives a lot of love to henry you know the hedgehog like he even upgraded the experience maybe he comes with it and he tried to bring us minecraft True. he tried oh and, and he saved my melt at the uh, no. oculus go he did mm. A good, he, good land all around. He's a hero guy. with many capes. Yes, I just—he's like one of those guys that you kind of look at sideways and go, like, maybe he's an alien. An alien. Maybe. This is like Elon, like Elon Musk. Like Elon, yeah. If yeah, there's two just aliens like, on maybe. this world, it's Elon Musk and, and John Carmack. They're both otherworldly. So I modern day. I, I see someone saying in the chat a Facebook uh, router. I don't know. They like that idea. I don't know. I don't know what it sounds to you <laughs> uh, like, but uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I understand. Um, yeah. Let me see. That's a good point. Give me all your data. Can you imagine that if you just got in the box? Uh, like, they're just like, replace your ISP hub with this. <laughs> just, it's a nice device. It's just going to tell us everything about you. I'd be interested to see what they think hardware-wise because, you know, yeah. right now, and I, I said this before in my sort of predictions video a little while ago, is that we've kind of got these leaked images of this white headset. 
you know, we obviously saw some um, things. We think there's going to be yeah. an IPDA adjustment now. Um, we think, you know, it's going to have like a material head strap from the other leaked images. Um, but we kind of like the community sent, tend to sort of like air towards like this is going to be a light version, like a switch light, you know, just a cheaper version of the current quest. Um, whereas I think all of us really inside would like to see a pro version, you know, like a real beefed up, jacked up quest that can do yeah. more than because, the previous because version. Because the, so. the, the, the current quest we have is already good by itself. Uh, there is no reason yeah. to downgrade that even. I think if you would downgrade what the quest is, then it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Well, they, didn't mean, they didn't mean go to a, a cheaper well, light, ship. Like light meant, sounds to me based meant, on the current quest. Just, then go just light. Manufacture. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. Man, no strip manufacturing. Oh, no, not one. So yeah. like like what they did with the PlayStation, oh. what they did with the Vive. Oh, I thought, yeah. like, oh we cut out 25% of that, the weight. Oh, and so made make it more okay, comfortable. So not, not and yeah. Cut out all the costly yeah, stuff. Okay. Gave you a terrible head strap so you can pay for that for an accessory mm. to cut yeah. the cost out. Because the, the cost is the number one thing. That's the problem for VR entry. But I like honestly, yeah. I don't really care uh, what this headset is going to be all, all about, as long as the comfort is good. The comfort is number one for me right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. From from the parity, if you, if they give you the exact same headset, but it was twice as comfortable yeah. as yeah, the yeah, current yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, I know that's a you can't really put a measurement on that. But uh, if it was twice as comfortable as the current one, like I could last twice as long in it, that'd be fine. I'd, I'd love to get see more battery life. More I always want. Life. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard in that compact profile. I think they would be going for parity. Um, yeah. Not it, not trying to do more. It'll be interesting to see what comes out. And of course, you know, we've only got four more days to wait. And like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to have a live stream, F Reality live stream, where the four of us get together, talk about what has been announced at the event, the games, hardware, whatever it may be, um, and we can discuss our thoughts yeah. on it from there. So, I, uh, something else go on go on I see uh, like VR Buck in the chat says uh, XR2 uh, that's the chip you know we're talking about uh, is too expensive for a low price point and uh, mm. like the rumors right now is that it's going to be extremely cheap but mm. as we said before like I have a feeling Facebook is just going to sell under the price they're just mm. going to make it super cheap um, and because they can they can just put like expensive stuff in there and still sell it with a loss they can because they're Facebook they're yeah. super big uh, even the quest, even the but current you, quest I mean, is way still... too cheap for. I think the current quest would be way more expensive if Facebook, you know, wasn't making it. Sold at mm. value, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I think it would be a six hundred dollar device, to be honest. But who would buy that then? Like that's that's a pretty stark, especially with those visuals. You know, like it's like I, I paid six hundred dollars, I got. You know the tin whistle yeah. <laughs> of my games. You know, like those two don't match up yet. So I think yeah. that's why subsidy is really important here. But, yeah, but this is like RG says, yeah. give me 170 field of view with dual 4K panels for 599. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I would love that too, dude, for uh, sure. For I, like that's the thing. Like you know, as much as I love the Quest, I do love the Quest so much, and I, I'm like I love what it's done for the VR industry. There's that part of me that has always been like a dedicated PC VR player. And it's kind of sad that we're not going for the super high end anymore because the, clearly the market's not there. And we, we, we're going more to like well, standalone mobile again, chipsets. Again, there is a lot of hardware. But, there but, is a lot of hardware, but it's again the content that isn't there. Exactly. But, and that's the thing. If, if, there's, if the developers aren't making no. for the high end stuff, then um, yeah. you know, the, the market just sort of withers and dies. And you but, can see that. Like, you sorry, can Mike, clearly see it. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I think 
hopefully it, it just means that we're having to take a step back to go forward like that's what i'm hoping for and that that whatever comes next will um, enable that you know it will build a sustain, sustainable ecosystem a healthy developer yeah. um you know relationship that they want to make triple a content for vr and then we'll yeah. we'll soon turn around and people will go yeah. oh you can get super high-end yeah. stuff on pc and we'll see I, that I, emerge again in the future i think i think um, yeah i think standalone is is gonna push us into that direction but so. if we talk about hardware, and this is what I have been predicting for ages, I like I, I was even saying it when other people thought I was crazy, is that the Rift S is gonna be the Rip S. It's gonna mm. it's like there there has been almost no content for it. Even when it came out six months in, I was like, where is Lone Echo? Where is this? Where is that? Where is the stuff? Where's the hand tracking? Where are the like the regular software updates like you have on Quest? Where the heck are they? I feel like they don't care about, uh, you know, the, the Rift S anymore. For me, it has always mm -hmm. been a weird headset anyways. You know, when it came out, I was like, what is this? You know, their collaboration with... Uh, yeah, it was like so weird because they would never collaborate with anyone. They would just make something themselves. So I don't know. I, I feel like Rift, Rift S is uh, dumb. I, I, still know, thought, I still thought the Rift S was a good headset. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah um, true, you know, yeah, true. Like it's I, my favorite I, headset. It's still my favorite driver. But again, it, it deserved more. I like it better than the yeah, Index. But it deserved like, yeah, more it, stuff. It, it didn't get the love that it deserved. No. You're, you're totally right. But I do think but it was like, a solid look headset. But at the, so. look at the library. If you look at the library today of Oculus Home and you look at Rift S and you see what's in there, it looks very familiar. It looks like, um, like, like an Oculus Go. It looks like some dry spells with the PSVR. Like the content just isn't coming just isn't there and yeah. that 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 says uh, that sends a message right it sends yeah. a message it sends a message that says uh, our focus is elsewhere dev focuses elsewhere money is elsewhere and um yeah, and i would i would out of all of this i would like to see focus uh, i said it before but i think if you're going to tidy your house up i would just like to see they've already done it right they're, they're already swept go away mm -hmm. uh rift s could yeah, be but next, the, so. the, the mm -hmm. part about that is like communication and again roadmap if you do that then show people why you do it and also where you want to go with that but this if this is if this is true you know that the rift uh s is gonna be you know gone is gonna be dead then that means that you killed off the flagship that was one one's oculus you know because oculus uh, dk1 oculus uh rift dk2 cv1 that was it, right? That That's like, if we talk about Oculus, it's definitely Rift CV1, you know? Oculus Rift. That's what people know it mm. from. Now it's Facebook. That's right. Facebook is like Quest, is standalone. So it's gonna, I think a lot of people are gonna get triggered when they would kill it off. Because Oculus Rift, man, come on. It's PCVR, mm. yeah, man. Yeah. We I'm love PCVR. I would love to see a high-end rift. You know, I'm just putting it out there. I would love to see a high-end. But that should rift. have happened when when the CV1 was done, and mm. but they came out with this. This what was a that, minor upgrade. What would that be, though, Mike? For you, like, what what would a high-end rift for you? I mean, I, I suppose you have to sort the audio. Yeah, what? like the audio from the Rift CV1 was amazing. Like second second best to uh, the Index audio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I would love to have seen some of the the very focal lenses to see what happens and what difference that makes in terms of an, a VR experience. I think that's really really interesting. Um, and even if it was a thousand bucks, like on par with the Index, I would I'd buy it because I think that technology is is compelling enough uh, yeah. to to spend that money to do that. But I just don't think the market is there for that product right now. Yeah. Sadly. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um something we i should also mention is uh i don't know if you guys saw this but uh jaden smith oh, uh, oh son, son, of, son of will smith 
is actually going to be um, closing the show uh, with some music. With Steve so, Aoki and Steve Aoki is oh, awesome. Oh really? Yeah, Steve Aoki is awesome. Um, but yeah, I like they're going to be. Clo- I don't like his personality. They're going to be closing up the show, so that's going to be an interesting <laughs> a, thing to think. It's funny. I always have this like for the mainstream, for the for let's say the really like average Joes, the consumers. They yeah. always have these artists. <laughs> so I remember uh, uh, going to uh, you know the Oculus Go pop up event with Mike and Will I Am was there, and all these girls in these you know beautiful, <laughs> oh, beautiful in these, in these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dresses. But you can see like look at me, you know I'm a geek. Look at Mike, he's even more of a geek. And we're there, and we're the only geeks there with some developers but you can just see that some people are or getting invited there to kind of socialize or people just getting paid to come there it was so funny right i I totally forgot that i met will i am yeah right this is this is funny story i I was filming i was filming some b-roll stuff like around the event and i remember capturing like will i am on camera and then this guy just appeared out of nowhere he was like huge guy (laughs) he was like don't point the camera where I am. I was like, okay, dude. And it was his like security detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like super upset that I was filming him. But um, I think at the time he was releasing a VR app. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh yeah. The, I remember uh, it was Black gold, IP's, gold uh, colored. A video clip in VR. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. But it's, it's like Good funny. Times. You always have like, as I said, like this mainstream kind of show going on for not necessarily the geeks. And then you have, yeah. of course, this this uh, thing. It's funny. Us too. We we were There's, representing the geeks there for sure. There was an amazing. I, I human interactive said the Venn diagram of people wanting to watch Jaden Smith, overlapping with those who want to watch Carmack, uh, John Carmack talk, is something that I want to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That is amazing. But how does that yeah, work? Amazing. So what is what is because uh, we're oh. we're I think uh, we all predicted a, a showcase, a live stream where everything is pre-recorded and they just play it out. Yep. Maybe even Carmack just already did it and they're gonna play it in front of us so that after party what are we looking at is it like the wave vr who's gonna jump in or are they because i i really hope that they're gonna use vr as a medium but i'm afraid it's the same gonna so. sing on stage yeah. with like a nice oculus logo behind it i don't think so can we recap on like logistics here like i mean they're how are people gonna watch this event yeah i know? should probably cover that so um you've got facebook reality labs facebook page they're going to be live streaming the event from 10 a.m pacific time on the 16th of september so that's 6 p.m uk time um you can also watch it in oculus venues so you can watch it in vr using the quest or oculus go but not rift the venues app the venues app isn't available on rift no <laughs> Um, so you can watch it that way. Um, I'm going to be live streaming it uh, on my YouTube channel uh, and giving my thoughts and reactions on the stream as it happens. I don't know if you're doing the same, uh, Nathie, or you plan to do something similar. Uh, I, I guess, yeah. And also because no one else will do it on YouTube. And I think it's important no. that people, if they don't have a Facebook profile, can still watch. So uh, it's good yeah. that we are um, doing that. Yeah. And then... Just be doing a watch party, a Discord type thing. I don't usually live stream those things because sometimes yeah. it's dodgy to restream other people's content but yeah. uh, i like i like watching with other people because that's definitely the best way to i will i will, yeah, I will just, only engage with this i content. will only stream the jaden smith uh, party <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so um that's going to be um at 10 a.m pacific time 6 p.m uk time then f- four hours after that so once the show has been done and dusted we're going to meet up the four of us uh, as the f reality podcast at 10 p.m uk time which will be uh f- 2 p.m PT time um, to discuss what was announced at the event and uh, go into it from there. So it'll be like a little special edition of the show. Um, 
so yeah that's our little sort of recap of what we think might happen uh, uh facebook connect fingers crossed we get some of that stuff that we predicted is uh, is um, mark, is it's mark gonna be an interesting event is, nevertheless is mark coming too I'm sure he'll be there. He's gonna pop sure up. Is he gonna open it? He's been at the last three, right? So he's gotta he's gotta show his face. I'd is think. he gonna do a backflip yeah. in VR? I still remember. It was funny. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Like, I had a team of six people doing chat moderation for Oculus back at OC. What was that? OC three, I suppose. No, when when did they launch the CV one? I'm trying to remember now. Because that was yeah, that, that was awesome three, when that dropped. Right? Two, three. I don't know if you guys remember, but like so, just the black businessy sleek well, four years know, ago. profile of the CV one, yeah. the Xbox pairing and controller. It was a pretty exciting time, that and it really felt exciting. like it felt like um, Oculus was kind of bouncing back and was tag teaming with Microsoft, and it was like, whoa, Microsoft is getting in the game. Yeah, and then they just exited stage left, and it's kind of disappointing that that's happened, you know. Yeah, and while sure. while we're talking about um, that, I mean, there's another event happening next week as well, uh, which I find to be quite a an, an interesting thing. So Apple are running an event, Ooh. and they teased this with uh, with like an AR logo dropped That's out right. on Twitter or Twitter earlier. And the funny thing is, like a day before that dropped, I watched the Steve Jobs, uh, the more recent Steve Jobs film. Um, and if you want to get excited for the event, I can go watch that film because with those two happening in succession, I'm like, whoa. I've oh, followed Apple one closely with, for a long time. Aston Kutcher? Fassbender, I think. Uh, Fassbender, no, yeah. Oh, Fassbender. Fassbender. And it's really, it's, it's, it's well done. It feels like an incomplete film to some extent, but uh, it's good if you want to get hyped for Apple stuff. Um, and it, it just kind of shows actually some failures, failures leading up to some success. And um, it, it just, it ties in really well with this kind of AR tinted unveil. So I'm really curious now, like what that's going to be. So originally a couple of years ago, they talked about, and I can't remember the, the code name, but Apple was was meant to be developing an AR headset. I think it was the AT2020 with 8K in each eye or something like that. Um, and I've, I've always been interested. We've heard very little out of Apple about their AR aside from obviously the iOS uh, AR kit. And that's been doing really good uh, work. And I know we don't talk about AR much, but we do brand ourselves as an AR podcast as well. Um, and one thing I wanted to mention is like some of the real-time reflections uh, that we're showing. And I'm sorry I don't have a video for you for it today, but showing like metallic spheres in an environment doing real-time reflections of um, like pens on tables and stuff like that. Like that kind of an update could make this very powerful and convincing. And it actually reminds me quite a bit of what I've been seeing on the web from Horizon. So Horizon has similar, it's got kind of dynamic lighting. And why is dynamic lighting important? Well, lighting and shadows, surprisingly enough, is one of the things that really convinces us uh, to be immersed. Like, just like audio, spatial audio is actually really important to be immersed, but shadows and proper lighting is as well. Mm. So it's interesting to see these two players, both uh, Facebook and Apple kind of soldiering forward and keeping this on their list of priorities. But I would love to see a device um, be announced or at least some details of what they're working on. But knowing Apple, until they're ready to drop it and drop the mic, I, I think we won't see very much. I mean, what do you guys think about Apple and what we can expect from them in 2020? I, I would love to see an AR headset from Apple. I think it'd be great, you know, having tried a lot of their like Lego AR kits and stuff like that, you know, using the phone uh, to see like the Lego come to life. Um, I thought they were awesome. Um, and like Pokemon, you know, we've talked about that in the past, you know, just walking down the park and seeing them appear, that would be amazing. 
Uh, I just I just feel like it's going to be really expensive. It's going to be super super expensive. It's going to be the cost of a, a phone, you know. So you're you're expecting to pay like twelve hundred dollars, twelve hundred pounds. That sort of price is probably what I'd expect from an AR headset but from Apple. But you still want to buy I do it. Think so you still want to buy it, of cares? course. Um, but I don't think I don't think we'll see it this year. I think they might tease some stuff, but I don't think we'll see. An I don't know. I don't know if AR year. is already on the level that Apple uh, wants it to be on. You know, if if you get like a Hololens type kind of like field of view. Then I think mm. a lot of people are not yeah. going to be. So What's going to be event, light, by the way? right? So the event's the day before. <laughs> this oh, is the thing. So it's like it's almost 15th. trolley, and it's it's uh, late at night. If I remember for for me, I think it's going to be. Um, what was it? it? Was like 10 a.m. PT or something like that. Wow. But it's the All 15th. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you really got this kind of this uh, sage roll right right forward, and that's why I'm wondering. Like Apple's had a few of these though now, and I tend to stay close to their keynotes because they're the, for me they're just riveting most of the time. Um, but I would love to see any kind of Apple eyewear, and then um, you know how how is that going to work? Like what would come in the box with an Apple AR headset? I'm just curious. What would you guys expect? That 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 that, that, that you need that that breaks after a year again. You need to buy a new one. <laughs> I think this, it would be all built into the headset, wouldn't it? It would just be the glasses and the charger. It would sure. be that minimal. Wireless, maybe. Yeah. Just, so just like the Apple Watch where you got, yeah. you just drop it on a plate and yeah. it's charging, yeah? I think so, yeah. Um, but it's Apple, interesting Apple you mention stickers, that because... You also got Apple stickers. Yeah, true. Um, so it's interesting because we've got the Apple event happening on the 15th. We've got Facebook Connect on the 16th. And Ooh. also on the 16th, Ooh. after the Facebook Connect event, is PlayStation 5 uh, are having an event as well. What so is that's going to be interesting. State of play? Uh, they, they, no, no, no. They're going to be showing off the new console uh, and doing... Yes, 5 related. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a PlayStation 5 is kind that, of... Um, is that a... 1 p.m. PT Extra time. high five. Is that a funny coincidence? Sorry, what was that time, Mike? 1 p.m. PDT uh, is the uh, PlayStation event on the same day what as Facebook Connect. What if? Okay, do it, do it, do it, Nathie. Go on. Go what on. if Sony gonna is going to announce a console wire with Facebook? Because the Quest is a console pretty much if you look at it right and if yeah. then sony also makes a standalone that you can instead of connect to a computer connect to your yeah. playstation it pretty much does the same thing and then and they the have thing, their like, content library and then you have facebook's content library i think it's going to be hard for facebook to box against their content library but that would be amazing ooh, and that would ooh, save ooh. the industry a little bit in terms of what zim said a this competitor. is really good I love this. This is like, you know, I just imagine hands like coming in, like September hands are all just trying to get on top of each other. Like what if, what if all three major players, like Sony, like we saw patents before, right? So Sony wireless VR station or some kind of, yeah, yeah, like standalone peripheral that allows you to yeah. Uh, yeah. composite that I way. As that. you say, yeah. software would and kill. with that, they announced the return of the PlayStation Portable. So it's like someone. So so, <laughs> Jablo in the chat says, "What about Vita VR?" Well, kind of, yeah. Because I mean, that so the brand Vita was, was the like the the smaller version of the PSP, right? Yeah, handheld. It's a more powerful version of the PSP, yeah. But I, I mean, that name one. that yeah. name yeah. still has a lot of uh, you know leverage, and mm. bringing that back, I think, will uh, catch a lot of eyes. Yeah. I think well, it's I, unlikely, but I, I think I, it's I, unlikely too. I, but I PlayStation to Portable VR—is that what you're talking? Or are you thinking that there would be the PlayStation Portable, i.e., something to combat the Switch, <laughs> and and they drop a VR uh, VR headset that's standalone to combat the well, Quest? Do you really think Sony's that far ahead? No, but I like, I, but I, if there is one company who can do it, it's Sony. 
because not only because it's not only the hardware, it's definitely the content. Software. But the content yeah. that would they would really be you know dominating with that because if you look at what they are making compared to Facebook with the Quest, yeah, so there's no way they can like PlayStation has so much. Uh, like back history, working with devs, making great games, knowing where yeah. to invest. Like Facebook is is new to the to the to the game in that. that they that have sense. an engine of engines developing content all the time, round yeah. the clock, right, and pumping yeah. great stuff out. Yeah. And I think Oculus is trying. I should call them Facebook now. Yeah. Is trying to do the same thing. Buy up studios. Get your building blocks going, and then you need to basically calendarize them so they're spitting content out at the right time. Well, that's the dream. But PlayStation is a household name and Oculus isn't just yet. There are more people who know what PlayStation yeah. means and what that means when you buy it than Oculus. Uh, I think go outside yeah. right now and say to the people, hey, hey, do you know what Oculus is? You're going to be a crazy, crazy person. But, but <laughs> Nathan, I love this because like, even if they only do what Facebook did with the AR slide last year and, and PlayStation only just put up a slide with a one-pager yeah, one yeah, well, that says we are making a standalone VR headset, then people will hold off and hold on to their money, not buy whatever Facebook or Apple are doing, and they'll be like, oh, I'm a yeah, Sony well, boy, I'm sticking to this. They, if, you know? if, let's say, if they would do that, then they are apparently concerned about how well this new Quest is going to sell, and they want to be upfront with right. it. Maybe, who knows, maybe, maybe someone at Sony tried it and is like, listen, guys, we got to act fast because this is going to escalate if we don't. You know what I mean? Because usually, yeah. you if there's something new coming out, people can try it somewhere, right? So, if they're confident, they wouldn't do something like that, right? If, a kind of a single card up. But I, I kind of feel like, like let's let's reverse that for a second. Then why did Oculus announce that they were making an AR headset last year? Was that a lack of confidence in trying to get in the game ahead of Apple? It could be. You don't know. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But, but of course. These are all just dreams right now. Yeah, but Sony has shown that they are dedicated to making great VR content and the headset has been super solid too in terms of how you were setting it up. It was all easy to do. So that just says like, we usually dream about- I don't know, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. The PSVR is not easy to set up. I just want to say that for a fact. Like yeah, it's no, a ball like, no, and it's no, horrible to use. No, but I'm, yeah, okay. But I'm talking about like, if you, you had like the manual in there with the cables all labeled and stuff, you could like easily connect yeah, label, it. Yeah, label everything you want, but like what you want is a headset that you just put on and you work. I don't know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, felt, yeah. It was, I felt it was pretty easy from, from my perspective. But the thing is, usually we dream about competitors making a standalone VR headset, making something VR related. But Sony has already shown that they, you know, can do it. But now it's up to them to show how much they really care. Do they want to also dominate a part of the VR market or not? If they don't step in, in a year or two, then Facebook is going to be on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook To be honest, they could just, I mean, like we're talking about potentially the mothballing of the Rift S and and the PC VR market, right? So aside from the, the likes of, you know, HP with its new reverb, the index and valve taking that corner in the console space who's who's fighting playstation vr you know no one there's, well, the, there's not another console the quest, vr the quest, the quest is a, the quest is a handheld console right yeah. i agree yeah i agree but like from a tethered like pc vr level yeah, but graphics, you don't have to compete there right now because it's not relevant at this point because that's not where the sales are. The sales are in the standalone market. Like, I wish I could say PCVR is more alive than ever, but it's pretty dead because of the Quest. 
but I'm I'm cur I'm curious. Do we know anything from devs in terms of PlayStation VR sales versus Quest sales? Well, when we had uh, Denny on the show, he was like, "Quest outpaced everything." Yeah, By but that's far. but that's pistol whip, man. You know. But I would imagine that would <laughs> yeah. be the same across the board. Like, we don't have the sales numbers, and hopefully, we get an indication of what the sales numbers have been because I'm sure they're going to be very proud of it. Hopefully they get to share yeah. that information. But the Quest yeah, is like, the Quest came like out a year ago and the PlayStation VR came out like four years ago. So also the hardware is super old, so there's less interest. If I, they would come up with something new, then the sales are going to be way more, you know, This alive. has been a fun segue. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I would love to see it happen. I would love Please. to see a standalone uh, and, and and PSVR uh, headset that you can, you know, you can connect to a PlayStation yeah. as well. I'd as you said, it. that's good for the ecosystem, for developers, yeah. for for us consumers and also for well you know well that's uh, enough of our dreams now i'm going to pass <laughs> over to zim for him to give you some fresh dreams about games fresh you can dreams. play next week to keep you busy until facebook connect and all these other events so facebook connect apple event and playstation 5 event it's going to be an awesome well, week please please tell me we're going to have a dodo island 2 game coming up for the quest. <laughs> Honestly, Nathy, I cut. There is a game. I, I cut this. So I'm going to show it. I'm going to say one sentence and then I, I know what not showing content does. You guys all get <laughs> triggered. So there's a there's a game. You get bird wings and you can fly. I'm not showing it. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> I do have three titles that you can play. So let's go there instead. So uh, first and foremost, let's start off in the skies, okay? And I've got a question for each of you, my F-Reality brothers. So, oh God. do you know what makes a good commander, Mike? Oh, yeah, and I, I like this game. Starship Commander. <laughs> yeah, like but do you know what makes a good commander? It's a steadfast leader with a stern voice. Just like yeah. the stern at the F-Reality podcast, Mr. Nice. Mike. Nice, I like it. I like so, it. at roughly 13 minutes, we've got a cinematic experience powered by innovative... Language AI, where you use your voice to have real conversations with your ship. Yep. Uh, Starship Commander Arcade, coming for PC VR. Uh, the price is pretty low, $5.79, and in pounds, $4.53. Mm -hmm. This is from Human Interact, dropped on the 10th of September. I saw Human Interact there in chat. Um, so what is this game? This is, this is kind of um, a very interesting niche that we don't usually get to see. So... Yep. Um, as I said, I think the price there is reflective of the content, right? So you're you're looking at a kind of a short cinematic experience, as I said, roughly kind of 13, 15 minutes in length. But the open dialogue system here is something that you probably haven't experienced in many, if any, uh, VR titles. No. So you're, you're able to speak freely into the microphone, right? And the NPCs in the game react accordingly. Uh, there is like combat and stuff like that. There's no... Uh, dialogue wheels or clunky controls. It's just you speaking to the game, uh, which is a very like, interesting technology. Now, I'm not sure that this is for everybody, um, and I've seen this in the reaction so far since the game has dropped. So on, so Steam user, I love this guy's name, uh, Nasty Headwound, writes, uh, says, in a world with Alexa and Siri, the voice recognition and responses are pathetically limited. In a world with Half-Life Alex. This hardly even qualifies as a VR tech demo. That's maybe half of the comments. The other half of the comments are very positive, but I do see a lot of mixed bag in here. And for me, one thing that I think is maybe a problem with the title 
is just the label Arcade. I think it's quite confusing that Starship Commander Arcade, I don't know why they decided to keep um, the Arcade branding, because to me, it sounds like something that's designed for arcades, and I wouldn't necessarily buy it. I kind of wish the title was just Starship Commander. Mm. Um, it would it would dissuade me from buying it, you know, seeing our Arcade in the title. Arcade is um, like the genre in a way, but you don't put it in the title. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I think it's a misstep. Um, on Steam, the other thing I wanted to mention, which I find interesting, because there's actually a kind of a documentary, a mini-doc or whatever you call those, docu-series. Um, so a mini-documentary called Passion at All Costs, uh, which, which actually, if anything, was going to make me incentivize me to buy this. It probably isn't because I've demoed it on show floors and stuff like that, and I've had a taster of it myself, along with Alex. Um, it is actually this documentary that comes as free DLC with it, 52-minute documentary, uh, which is a look behind the curtains, not directly just at Starship Commander and its development, but Human Interact's uh, cancelled precursor called Crime Watch. So if you're interested in, and like you've been watching some of those Netflix documentaries on game developers, this kind of is coming at a good time. It gives you a little bit more feel yeah, for that. Yeah, I've seen the documentary, actually. Um, okay, what'd you think of it? I thought it was very good. I think Alex did a very good job putting it together, actually. Um, and it really highlights the struggles of an indie dev making a VR title. So if you liked, like you say, you know, um, what was the, uh, the, the, the series we mentioned on the show before on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, high School. If you, liked, score, yeah. if you like documentaries like that, you'll you'll find this interesting, particularly from a VR uh, enthusiast perspective, uh, because they go, they go through the highs and lows of dev development and you start being excited, starting their own company. Then, you know, where's the money coming from? And then, oh, we've got to create this now. And then it's crunch time. And, you know, the game itself is, is interesting as well. I think it's one of the m more unique VR experiences out there, a bit like Eye of the Temple. They're these kind of like hidden gems that stand out that do something really different, which I think is uh, bold. And I remember being on the show floor, I think it was at OC5, and you telling me, Zim, you need to try this experience called yep. Starship Commander. Yep. And yep. Alex was on the show floor uh, on the concourse there, he had his laptop with him, and I tried it. And it was actually one of my highlights of the show, and I, I, I did a like video recapping my thoughts on OC5, and I mentioned it in there because it, it, it was really impressive. Mm. But it's a shame that, that, that that technology that he was able to put together hasn't been used in anything again since then or anything else yeah, yeah because I, it was really great imagine. it was that, really that, great well, like lingu linguistics and, and getting to the point where like you know what you say in all different languages all different speech patterns that's very difficult science yeah. that is not easy and and so there's this there's this kind of motto right dare to be different i really and and, and again I'm, I'm showing both sides of the coin here but um Indie developers who take the chance, put put their life li like you know their livelihood on the line, and try something unique that isn't just another room escape, another wave shooter, the same tried and tested solution. I think deserve your money. Is uh, the uh, is, is the documentary included in the price of the game? That's what I remember reading. Yes, that okay. the, the DLC is free with that. I think I don't know if you can buy it independently. I and just um, just the name again. People are asking in the chat. So the name of the game is Starship Commander Arcade, and the name of the documentary is Passion at All Costs. And it's like DLC for the game, basically, but it's available on Steam. Yeah, On Steam. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nice. PC VR. So, uh, Nathan, you were saying something there? Yeah, I, I feel like the experience is really, like, stellar, is really good, but the name needs to be changed. Like, the title. That's I would not, just drop the arcade. It's, it's like, Starship well, Commander's Okay, fine. Starship. Yeah, okay, fine. But if you put VR experience behind it, 
I don't know, maybe VR experience is like this negative load to it. I I don't know how people, like usually, you know, these short kind of things on Steam, like gamers are like, want something, you know, sometimes They're like really long and it's, it's yeah. a hard audience to sell this to, you know what I mean? Hard audience. <laughs> the, 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 and to be honest, it, like when, when we're doing releases, um, I see a lot of these, you guys have seen them, like whether it's like stereoscopic 360 video with a kind of an action sequence, whatever it is, if if you know the gamer audience doesn't react well to it but i also think that if you're into that kind of content then the steam reviews you maybe shouldn't steer by because mm. it, it's kind of like what i remember when i played dear esther which is like a walking simulator for two hours it's short it's indie yeah. it's poetic it's poetic and it's it's gorgeous but most steam people are like i just want to shoot and kill things and they don't yeah, understand no, it, and so that the weight of that kind of drags it down. It, so it, it's almost like Steam should create like a, it, within the platform like something where you can have you know art being shown and people can yeah. go there and appreciate. It. I feel like sometimes this is just ending up in the recommended section of the wrong people. Yeah, it's interactive media, really, uh, is what this this kind of should be because, categorized. Because who doesn't as. want to walk through a forest for a couple of? I actually did that based on Zim's uh, recommendation. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about that. It looked really good. But I, I, I was like, okay, there's a cabin. Can I open it? Like, I'm just, I'm just too much of a gamer for that stuff. I was I like, know, oh, can I, I open, can I open the door? No, the door can't open. Okay, well, uh, let's keep moving that. I'm like, oh, is there, there's a, there's a camp here. Is there an NPC I can talk to? No, no, no. Okay, well, let's keep walking. It's like constantly like having crazy expectation. Well, it's about emptying your mind and smell the forest, the virtual forest. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But they, hey, there's multiple walks, walks. So that was the first game, that Starship Commander. Uh, let me take you on to another one. I think the first time I got, like, physically harmed in VR was this game. Um, and, and so oh, wow. so I'm going to ask now Nathie a question. Nathie, do you know what a dojo is, Nathie-san? Logo dojo? <laughs> it's a place where monks get upset at you for stealing their rice do balls. Do you know Kung Fu? Yeah, 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 that's what I want to say. I, I remember the dojo where, you know, uh, Neo uh, learns how to, you know, do Kung Fu. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know Kung Fu? Well, let's load you up. So Hollow Point VR, um, which is which is just launched on Quest on the 10th of September wow. by Alzen Studios, is a, um, is a cable-destroying game, really, from the PC VR market that's now been ported to Quest. So thank God for that. Uh, it's it's $15, 11 pounds, um, and Hollow Point is a skill-based game where progression uh, is based on player skill and training rather than unlocks. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, in my opinion, probably the most uh, voracious, like, uh, rotational archery game that is out there. Uh, I've been playing a lot of In Death Unchained on Quest, which is a similar kind of archery game. Mm. A lot lot better visual style in 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 uh, in, 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 in unchained this is very basic in terms of its its kind of graphical fidelity you're literally shooting at kind of cubes that turn a color you're shooting at uh very basically animated like ninja warriors that are coming at you but if your goal is exercise and to exercise your your kind of archery skills and just get sweaty this game will make you turn so the way it works is as you're playing the game targets spawn in 360 environment around you and not in a nice way it's not like beat saber 360 where you're led by the nose to the blocks and all that kind of thing this is pretty badass stuff will spawn 180 degrees apart from you um, and you have to spin and dive and duck and and, and weave uh these incoming projectiles so 
This is one of those things that it's an intense game. You need to take breaks with it. I would classify this less as um, probably less as an archery game and more mm -hmm. of an exercise game. You uh, you think that the quest audience is interested in this title? Come, I, uh, uh, since it's hmm. quite old and it's coming from PC. Uh, I think the I think the thing that will keep it afloat because the visuals aren't. Well, it doesn't matter. It's for right. like usually for the quest audience. It's all about gameplay. Right. But what yeah. I'm saying is, and what I've seen in the the comments of the reviews of this game so far, there's a lot of people who remember this as like an original, you know, PC VR person who then got into Quest, and they're like, oh, I remember that game. I want to play it. Um, so I think that those people will kind of add some air to the title. But at Hollow Point does it have any sticking power against you know the likes of like the musically driven you know, pistol whips, speed sabers. I honestly think that without the music um, addiction in there, I think that Hollow Point will sweep away um, is my my, my, my perm, so, perm so, opinion on it. So what you're saying, that that genre of like exercising this way, there should be more games so you kind of have their have their own little section because now it doesn't maybe survive because of others. Like Sorrento, for example, was a good workout too. Well, but that launched really like, like a long time ago on Quest. So... Yeah, if there are more of those, I think you can have your own little section. Like, oh, I like Sorrento. Maybe I should also play Hollow Point. Yeah, so this is going to bring me nicely on to the next one because there's, I think there is a place, and I'll mention like the original Windlands, uh, and my next game that I'm going to talk about is Cubism. This kind of concept of like games for Zen experiences. In other words, it's not about, I mean, that is kind of fast-paced action, but it's not as uh, kind of heart-throbby, heart-beaty as other things. So I'm going to show you a little bit about this. So... Uh, this week, uh, Cubism, uh, which is a very interesting title, and we've we've um, been able we've talked about it before. This is coming from Thomas Van Bevel uh, for PC VR and a simultaneous release on Quest. Uh, this is uh, a deceptively simple puzzle game where you assemble increasingly complex shapes. There's 60 puzzles, a Zen environment, and in my opinion, this both chills you out and then winds you up again. Because you get through all the easy puzzles, and then you get to one that you go, my god, this is impossible. Uh, so Cubism's really, uh, I love their kind of aesthetic, the kind of light gray background. I remember seeing this and then seeing the Go come out and being like, oh, that's like the same color as the Go. That's a like nice light gray theme. Uh, there is a Steam PC VR demo out now. So if you want to go check it out in the couple of days in the run-up to the release, check it out there. For those on Quest, there isn't a demo, but what there is is a side quest hand-tracking experience and although the developer has mentioned that this release on Quest doesn't have hand tracking, the hand tracking demo is actually quite capable. It's totally playable. I've played it through as well. And that's in the pipeline. So if you're, if you're into something and you're trying to decide, if you're in the lucky position where you have a PC VR headset and Quest, the hand tracking capability that's coming up forward might push you to buy on there. Now, the price is $10 or £8. Pounds. Um, 17th of September is when it lands. Mm. And uh, I will ask a simple question to round this one up. Do you know what a mind palace is, Rowdy? <laughs> That's where we put you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mind prison. Mind uh, prison. <laughs> I, I think I think with so many apps going out uh, now with hand tracking, uh, they should have a section. You know, uh, I know it's still like hand tracking is still supposed to be experimental. Although I gotta say, it's like really smooth for something that is like still an experiment. Um, but it would be nice to kind of have a little, you know, section like hand tracking experiences because cubism as well, like could be promoted in two different sections. It's a puzzle title, but it's specifically, also... Sorry, do you mean specifically on, 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 on quest. side quest? Yeah, on, 
Uh, oh, on side quest. I was like, it's coming to quest itself. It's side quest. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, so eventually, yes. But do we have any official other than... What was that? What was that? Elixir um, is the only one. Uh, elixir. And, yeah, elixir. And, and also Waltz of the Wizard. Waltz of the Wizard as well. Yeah, right. so there's very, very few official... Yeah hand tracking uh, apps at the moment, but that's going to lead. I, I think hand tracking apps is going to have to be its own subcategory at some Eventually, stage. So. Yeah. Yeah, Eventually, yeah. I was confused by you saying that it came to side quests. I was like, this game is so good. This should just be on, on the quest. It is going on to the quest, but just not not with hand tracking support, just okay. controller support. Just now. yet. So it is yeah. pipelined. They have said that. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, just to, in terms of things that are coming. Uh, so for those of you in North America, unfortunately not in EU or um, over here on this side of the pond. So if Dang you're in, in Canada or or, or the of US course. at the moment, that's, that's why Rowdy moved. This is why Rowdy moved. What you're now going to say? That's <laughs> it. Well, that's that's exactly it. He just he just moved to save some bucks. There's a mega sale on 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 PSVR at the moment. So although we're not covering any PSVR news in the releases, this is news. Go get some go get some cheap cheap VR games. So um, until the 24th of September you can get a discount of between 50 and 70% on a whole ton of titles. Um, so I'm going to read out different uh, brackets and just call out kind of my favorites uh, here. There's about maybe 15 games I'll mention. So uh, for $30, you can get The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners or Iron Man VR. For $25, Borderlands 2 VR. $20 for Tetris Effect Erotica. I think those are fair prices, but those seem kind of normal. And this is where things start to get a little bit more exciting. For about $15, you can get Paper Beast, Blood and Truth, Moss, or L.A. Noir. Again, all solid titles. Uh, $10 will get you Farpoint, or Arizona Sunshine, or Everybody Golf VR, if for some reason you were really into golfing. $8 will get you Firewall, Battle Zone, for those who never got a chance to dip their feet into that. That's quite a fun game, actually. Prison Boss, Rowdy's favorite. That's for you, Rowdy. Oh, God. <laughs> and Astrobot. So, Yay! For eight bucks, right? Buy that seems an Astrobot. Holy crap! Eight bucks Holy each. Shit. Eight bucks. Yeah, go, and like... go and buy them right now, if you have a <laughs> PlayStation VR. That's like an obvious one. Now there's there's just a couple more under that line that I wanted to mention. Five dollars until Dawn Rush of Blood. Now that's a controller game, right? That's not move controllers or anything like that. So Apex Construct, not bad on PSVR. Can get your move controllers. Uh, Apollo Eleven, a touching. Uh, touching one from an Irish dev studio. And for $4, and kind of my uh, pick of the, the litter, but only because you're, you know, getting to lie to your friends and that, Werewolves Within for 4 bucks. I think that that's oh, a fun... That's a Ubisoft that's title a fun as well. title. Ubisoft title, yeah, as you say. And uh, for $4, not bad. Yeah, so there you go. Nice. There, there's, your, uh, there's your releases. Uh, you know what to do. And those three games that we mentioned, Starship Commander... Hollow Point VR on Quest. Cubism coming on Quest on the 17th. And that's nice. the releases for this week. Nice releases. Yeah. Cubism. I'm so happy they finally released that game because it was so much fun when I played it like a year ago. Looking forward to like just zenning out and playing that on Quest uh, when it releases later. Awesome. Nice one. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, four more days to go until Facebook Connect. Uh, we'll be doing a live stream, like I said before, at 10 p.m. UK time, uh, which is 2 p.m. Pacific time, uh, doing a roundup of all the announcements from the show. So if you want to hang out with us after the event, after you danced away to Jaden Smith, then you can come and hang out with us and see what we think <laughs> of uh, what was announced. Uh, um, and Stevie, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Small correction wrong. there. Russia Blood apparently has moved controller support. I don't know how I got that one wrong. Thank oh, you, uh, you Trevor go. Jones. Yeah. Cheers. 
Um, so thank you for us all joining us live. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the audio version too, if you're listening to it that way. We love you all the same. Uh, just a reminder, this is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube and Twitch. The show goes live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. Also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Hit the like button and subscribe to the channel for all our future shows. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Wednesday, and we're back on our usual show on Saturday as well. So have a great week. Until then, take care, see you later, and bye-bye for now.